0: Columbia Central Alliance football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network is brought to you in part by Davis Heating and Cooling, Apex Bank, Brown's Body Shop, Quickmark Convenience Stores, Holland's Pharmacy, Expert Landscaping, Murray Regional, Jones and Lang, Beck Dental Care, Kubota of Columbia, Right Care Clinics, Game Time, TV's Pizza, Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Sands Fence Company, Tin Pin Alley, Davis Brothers Roofing, The Garbage Man, and by Parks Motor Sales. This is Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network, and welcome again, everyone, to
1: Lindsey Nelson Stadium on a Thursday night edition of Columbia Central High School football. Welcome in, everyone. I'm Lee Maddox, joined with Clayton Harris and Terry Wilcox. Here, we'll have the call here later on as the it's homecoming. Clayton, uh, just a great night. They moved the game from from tomorrow night to tonight, but uh, we're getting ready to suit up. They're having the homecoming festivities right now on the field, and uh, both teams are kind of in their locker rooms, kind of waiting on the the homecoming ceremonies to to be done, and there's a lot of Columbia Central football players lined up here escorting a bunch of pretty girls uh, across the field here at homecoming. Homecoming's always a, a fun time. For the school they need this it just brings us back to something kind of normal we're g- glad to be here it is and 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 they you know obviously they moved the game to tonight because
2: they wanted to try to avoid bad weather it's going to be a special evening as you mentioned lee right now they're going through homecoming at halftime they're going to recognize uh the 2010 state championship uh team uh that won the 5a state championship that year here from columbia central high school so there's a lot happening here uh and uh Fortunately, we got great weather tonight. Actually, a little bit of a warm night uh here at Lindsay Nelson Stadium, but uh it's a uh, time for the Lions to get back on track and uh, no better no better night to do it than uh, here on homecoming uh and the night that they're honoring the two, uh, 2010 team.
1: Yeah, that's going to be a special reunion and uh, obviously here at homecoming for that 2010 state championship that you were proud to be a part of, right?
2: That's right. Um uh, is something that I will remember uh, my entire life and uh, you in got a, the ring to show for I, it. Right? I, I do. I, I got the ring to show for it, and uh, just fortunate enough to be a part of something that special. And um, you know, hopefully, uh, this program and, and this team will uh, get back to that point here some sometime in the near
1: future. Yeah, this is a uh, well. A lot has transpired since we last <laughs> were here on that bad loss we had last Friday night against Paige. Uh, uh, several. So, uh, several key key Lion players are not with us tonight uh, because of the COVID bug has hit the team. There's Eli Height, Carter Sidlowski, Demetrius McCoy, Isaiah Cordell, Michael Johnson, all starters in quarantine. And starting quarterback Brady McCandless is out from the concussion that he suffered in that game last week. So, a lot of shifting of positions, especially on the offensive side, especially that offensive line, as they're going to face this one and three Stratford team, uh, you know, a metro school that didn't get started playing until the end of September because of COVID restrictions themselves. Yes. Uh, if you had to pick an opponent for this to happen against,
2: Stratford's the one, and is no disrespect to them, but uh, they're, they're they're struggling. They're a metro school that didn't get football started until a few weeks ago, and uh, they're, they're a young team, and th- they have struggled so far. They do have one win, I think they got against Hunters Lane, but. Um, it's going to be a different deal, uh, tonight for Columbia. You mentioned it. Uh, Blaine Davis is going to move from tight end back to the center position which, which is where he started his career, right. uh, his, uh, freshman and sophomore year. Uh, and you're going to be without Christian Biggers tonight. And, yep. um, that, that, that is unfortunate. And, uh, hopefully we'll have more information on that, uh, sometime later next week. But, uh, it's going to be a challenge. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I think Columbia can still take care of business based on what we have, but there's not much room for error. I'll put it to you that way.
1: No, you know, going into this, you know, when we looked at this game uh, weeks ago, uh, you know, this was a, a non-region game. Didn't really, We weren't really thinking it was going to be something that, uh, you know, would be concerned. But let's, uh, let's listen to get some comments from Coach Hoth as uh, he – Tells us about uh, the, the look tonight, what we're facing. Let's hear from Coach Jason Hoth here prior to the game. Of so The Columbia Central Lions and uh, Coach Hoath. here we tonight, are uh, a day early uh, with homecoming. I know there's a lot of excitement uh, that always comes with homecoming, but we're a day early trying to beat the Columbia Central Maybe Central some Lions rains that would be uh, coming Coach in tomorrow, one but – only- uh, again you play football as well along with all the homecoming festivities but man you got your work cut out for you because the covid bug is hit again and uh you got a stratford team coming in here with a lot of unknowns but uh you got to be ready
3: because it's an important game as we know yeah um you know first of all i'm just excited that we have another chance to play football um, another chance for these guys to go out and do what they love to do um been telling them all year don't take it for granted because at any point in time it could be taken away from us so um um, just glad and you know excited that these guys get a chance to play um, COVID bug did hit us hard this week we got a handful of starters out but it's uh, next man up mentality and that's the, well, we've, well, the way we've approached it this week and um, um, guys have been mentally preparing for it physically preparing for it so hopefully we can go out there and, and do well tonight and obviously the last two weeks or the
1: last two games hadn't gone your way and we know you know you're sitting here at four and four and, and now as this is a, even a non-region game, but it it's becomes important because they're probably going to be looking at overall records when they go to deciding the playoff seeds, right?
3: Yeah, that's kind of what I'm hearing. And Of course, you know, uh, being the year 2020, I think everything is unknown, but um, every, every game is important. Every chance you have a, uh, to get a win is important. So tonight is a huge game for us. Being a non-region game, you know, being homecoming and uh, recognizing the, t- the 2010 state championship team, um, there's a lot going on tonight, so hopefully uh, we can stay focused. We can just execute and um, play each play tonight. Well, you're, you're without your starting quarterback. That's got
1: to be a, of concern. But obviously, Parker Bush is well capable to handle this offense and uh, hopefully, uh, you know, pull out this victory. That's
3: that's the number one goal. Yeah, um, hate I hate it for Brady. Um, he's, he's scheduled to be back with us next week. Um, but, you know, Parker's had a good week of practice. He's prepared well. Um, you know, we're, we're confident in him and in his abilities. So, am excited to see what he can do tonight and, and lead this offense. And
1: that offensive line is going to be adjusted because of that COVID bug. But, as you've mentioned, it's next
3: man up. And these guys, you know, it's a chance to to get in there and show what they've got. Yeah, again, you know, we, we talked earlier this year of just having different groups of offensive linemen. Of course, it's going to look a little bit different tonight as well, too. Uh, like I said, the COVID bug probably hit us more, more up front. Uh, this week than it has all year so we've we've had to make some adjustments and uh, it's opportunity for guys going and make some plays coach good luck tonight against the stratford spartans thank you appreciate it
0: this is columbia central lions football on the tristar sports radio network And welcome back, everyone. You heard from uh, head coach Jason Hove there, Clayton.
1: Uh, he understands that this is going to be a crucial game. As we were talking before we heard from him, we didn't think, you know, going into this, this would be a non-region game. And, you know, we, we wouldn't be already having four losses. But now this is going to be crucial going forward, no matter what happens maybe even next week.
2: What, what we need is a Franklin County loss tomorrow night against Shufflepuff.
1: And we thought they weren't going to play, but now they're going to play. Yeah, we
2: thought that was going to be a COVID win for Franklin County, which would have given them two region wins, which would have eliminated us. But if Lincoln County and Columbia and Franklin County all finish the year with a one-win record in the region, then it's going to go based on most overall wins, which... Columbia would
1: win with five wins. And overall record, not not, not a, counting the exact, region. Exact, that so, is the third, that is the tiebreaker. So that's why this one is so crucial tonight. Yeah, you
2: got to remember, Columbia beat Lincoln County, Lincoln County beat Franklin County, and Franklin County beat us. So yeah. it, the, the tiebreaker goes to team with most wins. That's why this game has become important. The only way that scenario doesn't happen is if, number one, Franklin County beach Shelbyville tomorrow night, or number two, Columbia beach Shelbyville next week on the road. So,
1: um, got to have some and, help. And if we, yeah, I mean, we're going to win tonight, all right? Let's go ahead. Well, uh, let's knock on wood, yeah. but, yeah, uh, we're I mean, I predicted eight and two at the beginning <laughs> yeah. of the year, so, you know, I mean. <laughs> and then next week, let's say, you know, I think we would be assured if we could win next week. Is that right? We would be locked in if okay. we win next week. We, yeah. we control, Regardless we, of what we, else happens, We essentially
2: control our own destiny except for the game tomorrow night down in Deckard.
1: That's Franklin it, County and Sheffield. Exactly.
2: Play. Now, you would assume that Sheffield would win that game, but because of their COVID situation, they're not going to take as many players on the road. Who knows? Yeah. You know, uh, it's but, 2020. But all you can say is go Eagles because you've got to have Shovelville to win that game. Uh, If you're Columbia, you cannot let Franklin County get another region win.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, Uh, you hate to be in that situation,
2: but unfortunately, that's where we're at. And
1: so, yeah, you touched on Lincoln County, but they're out tonight. Their game is Uh, tomorrow tomorrow night. It's canceled because of COVID. That is correct. They were playing Page, So Page now will pick up that W, right?
2: They'll pick up a region W, and they'll also be playing Franklin in a non-region game. So oh, they are going to play. They are Franklin, They're, Franklin, and, and Page oh, are going to play just because. What a game. Yeah, that'll be great. Like, like uh, JP was saying, uh, Maurice Patton mentioned it this morning. They have not played since the early '80s. Oh, wow! Uh, because Franklin used to dominate that game. I actually, they didn't did, know Page had been around that long. It's been over thirty years wow. since they played that game.
1: So that'll be fun tomorrow night. So, uh, <laughs> folks here could. Go to that one or go cheer for the Golden Eagles I down think, in uh, Deckard. I, I think that's what,
2: <laughs> if you're a Columbia fan, you have a lot of interest in that Franklin county Shovelville game for sure.
1: And that'll be they're part of the, the the Friday night live with J.P., the, the Winchester that's uh, right. radio station. So hopefully we'll get to hear some of that uh, tomorrow night. And we
2: will. On our Whip Around coverage, that'll be on 101.7 because Summit is off tomorrow night. I do want to tell everybody we are going to try – to uh we are live streaming tonight's game on TriStarSportsRadio.com. if you go to TriStarSportsRadio.com, you will uh see a live stream of the game with our audio so uh, those out there listening or or that want to try to watch the game go to TriStarSportsRadio.com, click on the play uh the play button there it says columbia versus stratford and you'll be able to do it as we will pause 10 seconds for station identification
4: Hi, this is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 1340 and 103.7 WKRM, Columbia.
1: Welcome back to Lindsay Nelson Stadium. We're kind of still waiting on uh, the uh, the – we've had the, the homecoming ceremonies to take place here on the field. The band's out waiting on the field, playing, getting the crowd all revved up. The players have yet to come out. Now we'll have to say that the Stratford Spartans team was slow to – Reached the stadium tonight. I don't know if that was traffic coming from Nashville or what, but they hadn't even been on the field to warm up. I don't know if they've warmed up in the back parking lot or or what. But uh, both teams are, are are not on the field yet. So mm-hmm. we'll just kind of we're just kind of biding our time here to until until we get things underway. And maybe they're trying to because of the, the the homecoming festivities and Stratford being a little late. They probably knew that we were going to have homecoming. So they did, Terry your your perspective yeah. here.
5: I'm going to say, uh, I'm assuming the reason they're late is Nashville is pretty much gridlocked right now with yeah. the presidential debate going oh. on oh, yeah. at Belmont University, yeah. Yeah. and uh, I know my, sis- my sister-in-law and nephew came in, and they got through it uh, about 2 o'clock or one or thirty or so before they kind of shut everything down, and of course both President uh, Trump and Vice President Biden are in town, so and they're headed to Belmont. So that's going to cause traffic in Nashville to be a disaster for the rest of the night.
1: Without a doubt. Yep. Without a doubt. So uh, a huge, huge game here is uh, just pending here as both teams are still waiting to come out. Uh, we're high atop Lindsay Nelson's in uh, Lindsey Nelson Stadium in the Marion Wilhoyt Press Box. And Clayton, again, they're going to celebrate some of the – the accomplishments that Columbia central did 10 years ago this season. It's kind of hard to believe it's been 10 years and yeah, uh, hopefully you're going to have a few of the players back. That was a, that was a team that Shaq Mason was on and we know he's not going to be here because he's getting ready to play an NFL football game
2: was made active this week. He had been uh, out the last couple of weeks with a calf injury. He'll be back and starting this week. Uh, yeah, we had some really good players on that team. And, and, and you know, I, you mentioned Shaq, um, Tredarius Golf, uh, who, to me, uh, will go down as one of the greatest, if not the greatest, Columbia Central line to ever play. He was uh, simply incredible, started every game in his career but one, and that was his very first game as a freshman. Wow. But,. Uh, uh, you know, he was a offensive and defensive MVP in the twenty ten state championship game, which is just unheard of in five A football. Uh, a guy that could do it all and continued his career at Tennessee Tech. So, uh, it's going to be interesting tonight, though. I am I, excited to see because you are kind of getting a glimpse of the future of Columbia tonight. You got Parker Bush that's going to be starting at quarterback. Um, and you, you got some young guys playing on the offensive line and it, it's going to be a different look and, and it'll be interesting to see uh, how this Columbia team comes out here on this night, you know, homecoming week typically can be a distracting week. Yeah. Um, we mentioned earlier, top of the broadcast, no Christian biggers.
1: Uh, that's, that's big. That is big. Yeah. Um, and we're, we haven't been told officially about that, but, um, uh, there could possibly be some disciplinary action there I'm not sure that uh, yeah. has happened this week in practice but uh, we we haven't hadn't been told for sure and then of course uh, that uh, Eli height Carter sidlowski you know Carter, Meech, Meech, that senior, that Carter and Meach, those those seniors and uh just a crucial part of both sides of the ball here tonight so across the front line uh tonight uh, changing on the offensive line Aaron Benson is going to be starting at left tackle uh, Jordan Brooks is going to be there at left guard uh, Blaine Davis is going to be moving from basically his wing back or tight end whatever position he calls himself he's going to be moving back to center as you noted and then Lewis uh, Maddox is going to be at right guard and then uh, Tylen Orr is going to be at right at right tackle so uh, a lot of changes there and we've we've seen changes all season long with that offensive line for for several reasons, but mainly because of COVID. That's right.
2: Um, it, it, it's, you know, we, we've been fortunate so far this year uh, that we haven't been hit really hard, but th- I would say right now uh, this is the hardest we've been hit with uh, the COVID-19 virus. And, uh, you know, again, you hate to have that happen here towards the end of the year, but uh, the fact that, we, that hopefully we're going to get 10 games in is going to be simply incredible when you look at teams like Summit who will only get five games in uh, unless they pick up somebody between now and next week uh, so it, it, it you know uh, it's like Coach Hoth said in his pregame speech uh, you, you can't take any of these games for granted uh, and you just you know try to make the best of what you can do and, and make the most of the opportunity that, that's here and Hey, we're going to get to play a football game tonight, and uh, we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, we're looking at uh, the, uh, the Stratford Spartans are now in the uh, end zone here outside of their locker room. They're kind of stretching and warming up. The central Band, marching band is still on the field, biding time. The Columbia Central Lions are still in their tunnel. And so as the Spartans are trying to get warmed up, and we go back to them, this is just their fifth game. You know that's that's incredible. So they still they're still kind of growing and learning each other. But as we see there, they've only got about thirty players. It looks like to me, as I count that, um, might be uh, one or two over thirty, but not a lot of players on that team. And uh, they've on, this is only their fifth game of the year. Yeah,
2: Med- Metro Nashville uh, was really slow into reopening athletics, and. Yep. Um, Unfortunately for those guys, uh, you know, like you said, this is their fifth game, and uh, you know, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how, how well they look, how how rusty they're going to be. Uh, but I, I, you know, with with some of the key people we have out with our without our starting quarterback, running back, uh, several lines, several linemen. Linemen, it, it, it could be dicey. Yeah, you just don't know. Uh, so that, that's what we got to wait to see is uh, how does Columbia come out and look? And they've got to be ready to respond after the last two games. Gosh, you know? you I would mean, think you would think it's, so. It's, it's, time to, it's time to step up. I was kind of uh, hoping we'd hear that we had a bad week of practice because yeah. that might be a better omen for tonight because we heard how great practice was last week, and we all remember the result up at Page last Friday. And, uh that's one of those that you want to kind of forget about. Well, so.
1: sometimes that's coach speak, I think, uh, a lot of times. Yeah. i practice with so we'll, we'll see. they they got to do it. They've got to m- make it happen right here on the field tonight, and let's hope that's what's going to happen. So as we're waiting for both teams to get set for the opening kickoff, let's take another break by telling you that this is Columbia Central Lions football
0: on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Once again, here's Lee Maddox. And
1: welcome back to Lindsay Nelson Stadium here on homecoming night here at Columbia Central High School and the reunion of the 2010 state championship team. Hello again, everyone. Lee Maddox and Clayton Harris and Terry Wilcox here in the Marion Will Hoyt press box ready to bring you the the call of the game. But uh, we're still uh, waiting on both teams to get set, and uh, the captains have not even come out yet. So we're Clayton, we're just kind of sitting here waiting.
2: It looks like Leif Natty will be the captain for Columbia, uh, but you're right, they're going to give Stratford some time to get warmed up because they got here a little late, and we had homecoming festivities uh, in, in process when they arrived. So uh, we're going to have a little bit of a delay on kickoff probably get started here hopefully in about another five minutes around seven fifteen, as we now have a captain for stratford across the way as uh the officials will go to midfield with each captain for the coin toss
1: what do you always you got a, something you call on? you defer but what do you call heads or tails 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 never fails <laughs> okay. and then you always defer so yep. and for uh the stratford spartans looks like uh Senior Darko Perkins McAllister is uh, representing the Spartans at midfield as they await the coin toss here with Lath Natty of the Columbia Central Lions. So homecoming night here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Uh, the Lions at 4-4, four and four, the uh, Stratford Spartans 1-3. and three. And as, you know, re- remembering from uh, Murphy Fair's, you know, preview book, talking about Stratford that, you know, they had a lot to look forward to this year. Uh, of course, that was all before COVID, I think, uh, when when they were everybody was thinking they would be playing a full schedule. Uh, and uh, they had a lot of starters returning. And you remember this game a year ago. I remember it. I wasn't in the broadcast booth, but I was at the game at Stratford in the rain. They moved it back to an earlier start on that Friday, just pouring down rain. And we went up there and and really struggled. But, you know, that was a terrible conditions playing in that game, and they pulled that one out.
2: you got to remember, uh, Stratford is a 3A school, Columbia 5A. You're right. Last year, Brady McCandless got his first start on the road. In fact, that win last year against Stratford, in the past five years is the only win against a team uh, that that has finished with a winning record for Columbia. So uh, we beat a quality opponent in them last year. This year they've struggled, obviously. uh, But uh, don't think that they're not going to have revenge on their mind here tonight, and they're going to try to ruin homecoming for Columbia. But uh, that's why we play the game. And I think Columbia is going to have a lot of motivation as they come out tonight as – Columbia does win the coin toss. They defer to the second half, so Stratford will get the ball to start the game.
1: Yeah, last year's score, 22-15, to 15, but went all the way down to the end, as I recall. Yes, it and, did. Uh, just a, an exciting game. but uh, They had a very talented and big running that's back. That's all they did. They ran that ball, right, the whole game. Every, I mean, I think every play he ran the ball and uh, had a lot of success because he's so big. Yeah, he, he, he was a big guy, and uh, he –
2: really uh, made a difference he, he you know he it'd take two or three guys to get him on the ground if you remember i think it was uh, carter sedlowski who stripped the ball from him and returned it for a touchdown
1: to steal it so we're now getting a little action from the columbia central lions as they race onto the field through the columbia central marching band formation here at the stadium uh, against a lot of fog and smoke coming from fog, froggy fogs uh, Device down there. That's pretty neat, and I know they've got to be excited. We're finally getting to play a game. It looks like the Spartans are getting a lot of uh, energy over there as they come racing on to their sideline. As we're just moments away from kickoff of this Thursday night special edition of the Columbia Central Lions as they'll take on the the Region Five 3A team, Spartan or the Stratford Spartans out of Nashville. So. We're getting set to kick. Uh, we'll be kicking off to the Spartans and the Lions. Again, as we've noted, a lot of different players will be stepping up tonight. And, and that's been Coach Host's uh, kind of motto all season long. And, and I think a lot of the players, and talking with my son Lewis, that, uh, you know, it's just the next man up. How how is Lewis's ankle? Lee, I know last
2: week we he, he was injured against uh, Page. Yep. Uh, how, how how's his recovery going? It's
1: it's going good. It's a lot better than uh, any of us kind of thought. Uh, like Saturday, he was barely moving at all last saturday after it but uh, as sunday came along and monday came along he was getting more movement with it and of course he's got it taped up real heavily tonight it's that left ankle and he kind of got just bent over and uh i thought it was a high ankle sprain but it's actually below the ankle kind of sort of is where the injury was and purple foot but man he's he was determined that he's going to play so We'll see. Now he's, he's going to play a different position. You know, he started the year at left tackle. Now he's moved to center. Now he's going to play right guard. So. Well, and I thought
2: about that, uh, you know, with him moving the guard, he's going to have to pull some, I'm sure, when they run counter and other
1: plays. So. Yeah, I think he's ready. Let's just hope he can he can last and uh, the, these other guys as well. Aaron Benson, you know, his first kind of time on the offensive side of the ball. He's played a whole lot of defense for us and, and done extremely well for the Lions. So, He's got a new position, but they feel good. Jordan Brooks there at the left guard. He's been a stable most of the year. He had a COVID kind of hit there. But here we are, Max Patton set to kick off, and there we are. We're underway here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. A good kick back to the 5-yard line for the defender for Stratford. He's up to a, not quite to the 20-yard line before Roman Woodson takes down the Spartan. Strat- uh, the Stratford Spartan uh, receiver there, uh, and they'll mark it at the 19-yard line, where it'll be first and ten, as they'll be moving from left to right here on your radio dial. Good kick coverage there by the Lions. Anytime you can keep the
2: ball behind the 20, you're doing a great job.
1: I don't know about you, but I like this look of the of the Lions. They've got the purple jerseys and the white pants. I don't so know that the, just it, seems well, traditional. It be.
2: is the traditional look. Uh, Black has been added as. One of our colors over the past few years, but this is a good look for Columbia.
1: So here's the the Spartans first and 10 at their 19 and one back in the backfield, and he's getting the handoff here. That's uh, McAllister around the left side, and he gets about three yards on the play, maybe four or it could be five that they're going to mark him before they put him down at about the 20. Let's see where they mark it at the 24-yard line, just shy of the 25, so a pickup of five there on first down. And again, that was McAllister for the running back for the Spartans. Yeah, just a tall sweep out to the left. And, and, you know, good
2: running games have really hurt Columbia over the past few weeks. And every loss that we've had this year, it's because we haven't had a really good – we haven't done a good job of stopping the run.
1: Quarterback Armstead for the Spartans. A handoff again to McAllister up the middle. Not much room there, but still gets a a couple of yards anyway. Might might have gotten three there, so it's going to bring up third and short as they'll mark it at about the 28-yard line. He's got to get to his almost to the 30-yard line for the yard to gain, so really third and one now. So a big play right here to kind of set the tone to get off the field for the Lions. Yep, this is going to be a big play here, third and short.
2: Columbia could could really get a lot of momentum here with a big defensive stop.
1: Let's see if we're missing Demetrius McCoy there in the middle linebacker position, but nick butler's in there let's see what they do it's a quarterback sneak and uh, i don't think he got it i don't know maybe I maybe think, on second effort or they're going to give him that forward progress up to the 30 so it looks like it's going to be a first down
2: yep that's a first down the pa guy says it's short but uh
1: <laughs> that's what i was hoping but uh, oh, i don't know they marked it now but yeah it's a, they're already moving the chain so a first and 10 for the spartans well that's
2: the play you got to run on third and short fourth and short get under center quarterback sneak it's tough to stop but here we go
1: so this is Armstead at his 30yard line uh, with a first and 10 picking up that first first down he's going to hand it off to McAllister. good and job. he is hit in the backfield who is that that made that stop I can't see it maybe it was Dick Butler no I believe that's J- uh, Jordan Brooks was it Brooks yeah I believe it was and it could have been – I think Butler may came in to assist. Both of them. Both of them making that tackle. But it looks uh, like he lost some yardage, but uh, they it's, they say no gain. They so, second him, and ten.
2: Yeah, give him forward progress there. I thought, I'm like you, Lee. I thought he lost at least two yards on the play.
1: So, Armstead at under center. He's got that lone backfield. Uh, lone back. Now he's going to – do a little reverse play around the right side of the ball. ball. Ball's on the ground and recovered by Columbia. Roman Woodson pounces on it at the 36-yard line. So that's going to be Columbia ball first and 10. What a great play. I'm not sure who made that hit on defense, but they knocked that ball plumb out of that boy's hands. Yes, they did. And a good job by Roman to be
2: there to recover the football as Columbia's going to take over uh, with really good field position at the Stratford 36-yard line. Ball in the left hash here. And we're going to get to see uh, – A new quarterback tonight, Uh, and uh, this is kind of what the future is going to look like as Parker Bush will get the start for Columbia.
1: And DeAndre Williams on his left hip in the shotgun, and uh, now he lines up in the pistol behind Parker. So now he's moving again, shifting him again, and let's see what he does. Hand off to DeAndre up the middle. He's got room to run and still running. Got his first down across the 25-yard line, down to about the 21 before he's brought down. So a great run for DeAndre Williams there on first down.
2: Yeah, DeAndre's got a lot of speed, able to go off tackle there and get the first down, like you mentioned, Lee. Williams just, I believe, a sophomore.
1: Yes, he is. That's, that's really good for us in year in the next two years for sure. So here it is, first and 10. They mark it at the 23-yard line, we'll call it. First and 10 as Parker Bush going to hand off to Williams, this time on the left side. He's got room there and plenty of room down to the 10, inside the 10, almost. And there he finally gets pulled down. I thought he was going to break that one, but inside the 10-yard line to the 9-yard line goes DeAndre Williams. If you look at the Columbia
2: offensive line, they are completely controlling the line of scrimmage here early on this first series. Just getting a great push up front.
1: And that's a big-looking line that uh, Stratford's got there on that front. Those front three they've got there, the front four, they look like they're pretty pretty healthy guys right there. Yeah,
2: they, they they have
1: not missed many meals, that's for sure. So here's Bush in the pistol, DeAndre Williams. Now he shifts into onto his right hip, and he hands off to Williams again, and he's met at the line of scrimmage, but he pushes forward inside the five down to the four-yard line goes DeAndre Williams. So that's going to make it uh what second and four is it it's second and go
2: second and gold that's correct you're going to see a lot of running tonight there's no doubt about it this game should fly by yeah 750 on the clock both teams like to run the football uh and with uh, your starting quarterback out you're going to see a lot more running out of columbia tonight that's for sure
1: the so second go at the four-yard line for the Columbia Lions as they're moving from right to left on your dial here in the first quarter. Handoff to Williams, and he's going to just skip right into the end zone. Touchdown, Columbia, DeAndre yeah. Williams. Yeah. Six. Well, the nobody within 10 to 15 yards of
2: Williams as he goes off right tackle, and Williams able to just walk into the
1: end zone for six very good so we'll wait the extra point attempt by max patton Uh, a great a great play great uh defense there to knock that ball out that's what started this the turnover you got to have the turnovers to play in this game and then to uh capitalize on that turnover and here's max patton oh it's blocked uh and they finally get on it ball is dead marked dead so Another blocked extra point attempt, so the score remains six to nothing. It's seven minutes, twenty-eight seconds to go here in the first quarter at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Your Columbia Central Lions leading the Stratford Spartans. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network.
0: This is Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. And welcome back to Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Kickoff from Max Patton
1: here. After that Columbia touchdown, a great kick down, and he bobbles the ball down at the three yard line. Finally picks it up over the ten, and he's going to get snowed under before he reaches the fifteen yard line. That pride of lines are holding. they the Spartan Stratford. The I keep wanting to call them the Spartan Stratford. The Stratford Spartans. They'll start at their fourteen yard line. Terry, you got a drive summary for us.
5: Yeah, absolutely I do. Uh, Columbia went 36 yards in four plays, took a minute 55 off the clock. Uh, it was Williams with a four-yard TD run.
1: It was all Williams, right? Oh, he, he ran, yeah. He had he all 36 had, yards. He had
5: all 36 yards on, play, on uh, four carries.
1: All right. So, Clayton defense right here again uh, to hopefully do what they did that last s- series that the Spartans had. Now they're going to line up in a whole different kind of formation here. It looks like uh, their quarterback is in the shotgun, and he's going to hand it off to Armstead, or that's McAllister that he hands it off to, and really maybe got a yard. Maybe they'll call it a yard and a half, so we'll call it second down and a long eight for the Spartans. Yeah, just a
2: dive up the middle out of the shotgun goes uh, the Spartans, able to get about two, like you mentioned, on the play. Columbia playing their base defense here three-man front. Got a linebacker out there.
1: Yeah, that's uh, <clears throat> Armstead, the quarterback, the senior quarterback for the Spartans. He's in the shotgun. He's going to throw this time over to the left flat and uh, got some yardage there. G- he's getting away. Got his first down. Uh, number seven, that's uh, Drake Gills. Makes that Run, uh, catch, and run, and gets the Spartans their first first down of the night. Oh, their second first down. Yeah,
2: just a quick screen out to the left side, and he's able to hit the sideline and go right in front of the Spartan bench and get the first down for Stratford. Ball is going to be spotted at the 30.
1: First and 10 for the Spartans as uh, the uh, Columbia defense needs to get another stop here and hopefully get another turnover.
2: Columbia looks to stay in that base defense here as Nick Butler is going to move over the defensive end.
1: Here's Armstead going to hand it off to McAllister up the middle, and he's got some room there. Six, seven yards that he's going to pick up on the play before he's finally brought down by, can't see who that is, uh, uh, Lincoln English. Lincoln English. You know, in the tackle along with some other Uh, Lions, but a pickup of almost nine on the play. So second down and short as they'll mark it at the 44-yard line of the Spartans. Got to try to keep those yardages on
2: first down to a minimum. You give them nine, it makes it easier for them on second and third
1: down. Armstead looking to throw this time out of the gun. He's being pressured, rolling out of the pocket, but now he's going to go down and... he is r- r- basically no gain, gets back to about the line of scrimmage. That will make it third and one for the Spartans at the 39-yard line. And if they don't get this
2: first down, uh, the coaches are going to question why in the world did we run the foot or throw the football there on second and short. And
1: what's going on? It's a official's timeout. What is it an injury? I don't believe I. It's a TV timeout. <laughs> Terry, I is, was really is, starting to believe that you were
2: right there for the, just a second. I, I think there's an injury on the other side of the field. There is a player down. Yeah, at around the I don't know, 28 yard line and I think what happened was Was he on the field? He was playing receiver, got hit that, you know, that okay. that little purple yeah. stuff that you, you put down the side. I think he hit it and slid.
1: Okay. And so he's he's all the way on the on the Spartans' sideline is where the uh, training staff is attending yeah. to him. So maybe maybe we should take an injury timeout here to kind yeah. of catch our breath and. And, uh, and, and, by, and before we do
2: that, yeah, though, I want to send a shout out to uh, DB's uh, uh, Eats and Beats over on Nashville Highway. They they have been a sponsor for us this year. We typically do our coaches show on Thursday nights. Unfortunately, with this game being moved. Uh, We had our pregame show uh, with J.P. Plant over there, and and so we appreciate uh, them working with us on that and uh, hosting us tonight for our pregame show, Uh, and we're excited about our partnership with those guys and uh, encourage anybody out and about wanting to go get a good pizza. If you're not at the game tonight, go over to DB's Eats and Beats, located on Nashville Highway.
5: And the boneless wings are awesome.
2: The boneless chicken tenders accept. are really good. Terry, you, you've you got experience there, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. I'm usually there well, every Thursday. Well, let me ask you a question. Do you like chicken wings? Well, I do. Are I'm, wings I'm, I'm almost with, like the boneless are, ones, though. Uh, those are chicken tenders <laughs> with <laughs> buffalo sauce. Thank you. Chris Yell applauds my opinion there. A,
5: ch- a chicken tender is long and elongated. I like them. And they're round. They're... They're boneless chicken
2: wings. <laughs> Have you been to McDonald's, you tell, sir? You can Have you tell. You been
1: to like
5: are called McNuggets. <laughs> okay. Which uh, are McNasty.
1: Hey, I've seen those made at Tyson Foods over in Union City. It's kind of cool to watch that, that process. So I'm thankful for our poultry farmers. For yeah, sure. you, you'll never forget that smell either. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right, so it's third and one. Here's Armstead with the strat. He's going to do the quarterback sneak, but... I'm not well he's getting a push and I believe he's gonna get it. Oh, and he's man. got he's got a way out of that pile. They had him stopped. Well there was an illegal shift by the up back that the <laughs> officials didn't
2: see. Uh, and that's unfortunate. That would have been a five yard penalty, but Stratford gets the first down as they get closer towards midfield as Jace
1: Hoth will enter the ballgame for Columbia here at defensive line. Yeah, he's relieving Aaron Benson who's going both ways as well, trying to go both ways so Uh, Unfortunate. I thought they might have had him stop there on that third and short, but not so. First and ten for the Spartans at their own 49-yard line with four minutes, 30 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Armstead at quarterback under center. He's pitching out to McAllister around the left side, and he's met and stopped, but he gets five yards, six yards on the play before he's finally brought down. I thought they might have him in the backfield, but uh, he got away. McAllister's quick. He runs hard. He hit the line of scrimmage
2: there and was able to wiggle his way down to the Columbia 45-yard line, like you mentioned, a gain of six on the play. You can bring up second down and four for the Spartans going left to right on the radio dial. And I want to remind folks, if you want to watch the live stream, we are live on tristarsportsradio.com. We're testing it out for the first time ever, and so far I believe it is
1: working. Let us know how that's working. Yeah, that'd Absolutely. be great. So here's Armstead in the gun this time. He's going to hand off to McAllister around the right side, and he's met at the line of scrimmage, but, and then stopped by Wade, <laughs> Shane Cobb and a whole bunch of other Lions were there on that stop. Uh, Joseph Whaley in there at linebacker getting some, and Nick Butler also in on the play. Hearing some names that you typically don't hear, but that's part of the 2020
2: season and the uh, situation we're having to deal with with COVID, but... A good job there by the defense, creating a third down and a long three from the 44-yard line of Columbia does Stratford right here. Let's see. I I would expect
1: maybe to see another toss or some type of misdirection play. Clock running, three minutes, five seconds to go here in the first quarter. Armstead under center, and he's going to run it himself, a quarterback sneak, and he's going to push his way over the first down marker as nick butler finally drags him down but not before he picks up that three yards and a first down they'll mark it at the 41 yard line of the lions so uh, uh stratford moving moving the ball here
2: yeah and, and it's not nothing nothing that we haven't seen from other opponents they're just lining up and running the ball uh, you saw that the tall sweep you've seen off tackle and you've seen dives Off of the guard in the center, right there, you got a quarterback sneak that got four yards
1: on third and three. Fresh set of downs for the Spartans at the Columbia 41. So here's Armstead under center again with McAllister seven yards deep in the backfield. A handoff to him right up the middle, and he hits the line of scrimmage, and that's it. He is met hard by, I believe that's Nick Butler, that initially met him and held on and brought him right down after really about a yard and a half pickup on the play. They'll mark it. Uh, officially, I I guess, at the 39-yard line of the Lions. Nick Butler playing the – he's having to step up at his linebacker position with uh, Meach McCoy out with the COVID situation. So, uh, Joseph Whaley in there at linebacker as well, along with Shane Cobb and Antoine Moore at a defensive end here. And So, let's see if they can kind of – I'm sure they'll be in four-down territory now at this point, but hopefully we can hold them. So here's Armstead under center. And he's looking to pass this time, rolling out a little quick screen to To his his left. And he's got room to run, is number seven, Draquan Gills, for the senior wide receiver for the Spartans as they pick up yet another first down. This time they'll mark it all. He gets all the way down to the 25 yard line of the Lions as the Lions are moving. Uh, personnel in and out trying to get the right defensive front in there to help stop this threat. Yeah, Aaron Benson checks back into the ball game for Columbia on the defensive line
2: and they, you're rightly, they're, 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 they're keeping it simple is Stratford and they're moving the ball as they inch closer and closer to the Columbia red zone as this first quarter continues to, to fly by here with one minute to go.
1: So here's Armstead waiting on getting personnel into the game as the the play clock goes all the way down. There's the flag, delay of game on the Spartans. So I think that's our – Is it a delay or are they going to call a timeout? Well, I saw the clock go down.
5: I think the official was pointing at the the bench.
1: Did they call a timeout? Did they get the timeout? They picked up the flag, so it is going to be a timeout for the Spartans – And we'll take a timeout with them, just 53 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Columbia leading 6-0 over the Stratford Spartans. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network.
0: You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Once again, here's Lee Maddox. Welcome back
1: to Lindsey Nelson Stadium as uh, the Columbia Lions are holding a six-to-nothing lead here in the first quarter with just 53 seconds to go in this first quarter. Six-to-nothing over the Stratford Spartans, and but the Spartans are threatening. They've got it first and ten at the Columbia 25-yard line. Well, and you've got you've got yeah, confirmation. We, yeah, we that got the some good feedback. <laughs> uh, our friend Dan
2: James uh, just let us know that uh, everything's looking and sounds pretty
1: good. So we're going to keep tinkering with it and see if we can perfect it Thanks. as we go forward. Thanks, Dan. Here's Armstead handing off a new running back in the backfield, and he's picking up five yards. To uh, he gives the ball to number thirty-three, Savion Davidson. Uh, a sophomore running back for the Spartans as he picks up more than five. He's got seven yards on the play, so it's going to make it second and three from the Columbia 18-yard line. So, And still Columbia shifting in and out to personnel across that defensive front trying to find a mix that works to stop them. So they've got to stop this threat right here as they're now in the red zone. Here's Armstead handing off to, to the running back, and he pushes forward. I believe he's got the first down. He's over the 15-yard line, and that is going to make it a 1st and 10 again for the Stratford Spartans.
2: And that's probably going to do it for the first quarter as the official winds the clock.
1: And with the score 6-0, to nothing, that is the end of our first quarter as Columbia leading in this game against Stratford 6-0. As you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio
0: Network. This is Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to Lindsey Nelson Stadium as we get set to start the second quarter here at Lindsay Nelson Stadium as the Columbia Central Lions are leading over the Spartan... There we go again. The Stratford Spartans, 6 to nothing here as uh, hopefully we can try to make some kind of a stop here, Clayton. They're on the 15-yard line now. They're, they've switched the fields on the quarter. They're moving right to left. Let's hope this defense can, can make a stop right here.
2: Yeah, the defense needs to step up big here. As uh, on the last play of the first quarter, uh, Stratford able to get the first down. Let's see what Columbia does here. Stratford's going to come out in the shotgun, be in the
1: pistol formation. Here's Armstead handy. Oh, ball's on the ground again, and Columbia's recovered it. I can't see who that is. A 50 number of one of the defensive linemen. 52. Demarcus Marlowe makes the recovery a crucial, another turnover and a pickup for the Lions as they'll mark the ball at the 16, 17-yard line of the of the Columbia Lions as... Man, what a great stop, uh, a great hit. I don't think the, 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 the handoff just never was there.
2: No, there was a bad exchange between the quarterback and the halfback, and, boy, that's two times now Stratford has uh, turned the ball over, and let will see if Columbia can take advantage of it again as Justin Buckman's going to be in the ballgame now in the backfield next to Parker
1: Bush. And he goes into motion, and he's throwing to Buckman. Ball's on the ground. Get on it. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know that's if that's a lateral. A, it's a oh. lateral.
2: That's going to be a big loss on the play. A loss of
1: about seven. seven yards all the way back to the 10-yard line as he was going to try that little quick screen pass that has worked so well for several games, but that was Brady McCandless to Buckman throwing. This time it's Parker Bush. Unfortunately, the ball hit the ground, and that's a live ball.
2: Yeah, it, it worked well against Nolansville and Lincoln County, but as we saw against Page, they figured it out. Franklin County figured it out. Uh, Buckman last week, 16 carries for 24 yards. Got to get that number
1: up. So here's Bush in the pistol as he sends Jace Hoth into motion. Now he's putting Buckman on his right hip. He's going to hand off to Buckman. He's met in the backfield and dropped for a loss inside the five-yard line. Goodness gracious. gracious. Nobody nobody stopped that defender for the Spartans as he just raced across that line of scrimmage and made the tackle, made the hit on uh, Buckman. For another big loss so we're facing third down and at uh, they're saying 17 looks like it's 20. Yeah, I'm telling you and if you are
2: Columbia you are probably going to run this ball you don't want to take a chance of putting the ball in the air this deep in your own territory with a with a young quarterback who's getting his first start tonight on homecoming
1: they're going to spread us out we're going to spread it out here uh, trips to the bottom side of the field. There's Bush in the shotgun. He's looking to throw quick, and he throws it to Kennard. He catches it at the 10-yard line, or he's up to the 10-yard line. That's where it'll be fourth down and a mile. So Kennard will go back to punting formation. Unfortunate set of downs there after that turnover. At least we did stop them. That's true. We've got to figure out how we're going to stop them now after we give them the ball back, and they're going to be in good field position. Well, did not look like we did not see any DeAndre Williams
2: on that drive. It was Justin Buckman who came in at running back, and with that lateral on that first play, it was just uh, continuing to go backwards, unfortunately, for Columbia. So here's the uh, whistle blows before the play. We had a little bit of a jump there, I believe,
1: or a timeout. What do we got? I think we got a timeout. It must have been Spartans took the timeout. Spartans take a timeout, so... We'll take one with them with 9:44 remaining here in the second quarter. Your Columbia Central Lions are leading six to nothing over the Stratford Spartans. We'll, you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Lindsey Nelson Stadium as uh, Stephen Kennard gets the punt away oh, no. and an unfortunate bounce for uh, for the Lions is. Uh, they're going to mark it now at the 44-yard line of the Lions. No return, but uh, that ball hit and started bouncing back the wrong way. So uh, Stratford will get good field position to begin this drive. Let's hope our defense can step up uh, to, to, make the, to make the stop and get off the field. Stratford thus
2: far only put the ball in the air uh, one time. Uh, it was a little play-action uh, pass out of the backfield. Uh, for a you know a few yard gain, uh, actually two two passes out of the backfield, uh, one for what thirteen yards, and the other one for fourteen yards.
1: So here's Armstead in the in the gun with McAllister. He's looking to throw again. Now he's looking to run, but he is going to get decked by Nick Butler for a six yard loss. Back at midfield is where they'll mark him down. Uh, a great a great play. I guess that was Nick, or was that Antoine Moore? Uh, I, I mean, think it was Shane Cobb. It sounds like That's, it was Shane Cobb. <laughs> well, I think we'll, we'll call all of them making that play. So that was a good defense. It looked like uh, Armstead was going to throw it, and then I think it was designed for him to run all the way, it seemed like to me. So, yeah, Armstead. Or maybe he didn't know.
2: Armstead looked really uncomfortable there in the backfield. Thought about throwing the ball, was going to take off and run, and just nowhere to go. A great job by the Columbia
1: defense there for a big stop, ball at midfield. Second and 16, His Armstead's in the gun. He's looking to throw quickly, and he's being pressured and almost picked off, but a great stop over there by, who was that? That's not Woodson, is it? Or, yeah, I guess it was. That was Roman Woodson making uh, the stop. It almost made that interception. Yeah, he, he, double, he
2: did a double pump before he threw the ball, which gave Woodson time to break on the football. And Roman was there uh, as the ball was caught. And made the tackle. And made the tackle. A loss of a couple on the play, or they're going to officially say a loss of one. Big
1: third down here for the Lions defense. Great play by Roman Woodson. He's had a great year for the Lions, so he needs to do it again. You expect they're going to be throwing right here on third and 17. Eight minutes and five seconds to go here in the second quarter as uh, the Spartans are Struggling here at third down, that ball gets away, and he makes the catch to Gillum, and he's going to pick up quite a bit of that yardage, but not enough for a first down, but you would think they're going to run, they're going to be going on fourth down because they get it down to the 38-yard line. The yard to gain is going to be the 34, so it's going to be fourth and four as the Spartans are going to look to, Go for this, and let's hope the defense can make a stop and get another, basically another turnover.
2: Yeah, I mean if if you get a stop right there, an incompletion or or a batted pass, uh, you're probably going to end up uh, punting the football from the 49-yard line, but because of
1: that completion, it puts us down in a fourth-down situation. Here's Armstead under center. He's going to fake the handoff and looking to throw, and that ball's incomplete, so it's going to turn over on downs to the Lions. So another... Hold another stop basically for our defense. Two turnovers and one on downs here. So, uh, looking very well so far. We've uh, escaped some of their threats. And let's hope our offense can get on track here and get back in the end zone because they're now going to be first and 10 at the 34, we'll call it the 33, or excuse me, the 38 yard line. Their own 38 yard line. Here's Parker Bush in the gun as Justin Buckman in there on his left hip. And he's going to give to Buckman up the middle. Buckman finds a little room across the the line of scrimmage and breaks through the across midfield down to almost the 40-yard line. They'll mark him out of bounds at the 41-yard line of the Spartans. A good pickup as Buckman was weaving in and out of those uh, the blocks following his blockers.
2: A good run by Buckman. He yeah, has a good job there by Justin and, and, and a big key for Columbia's success is going to be getting positive yardage on first down and You'll take that every time on first and 10. Great job there by Justin, as you mentioned, following his blockers, hit the Columbia sideline, and gets into Stratford territory.
1: So here's Parker Bush at, his, at the Spartan 41-yard line, handoff to Buckman again around the right side. He's finding, picking, picking his way to get a little room and picks up four yards on the, on the play. So that'll make it second down and about six as he gets down to the 37 yard line of the Spartans. Now Buckman out and DeAndre Williams in. I'm assuming. So yep. And see w- who came in? And Williams uh, on that yes. first
2: drive for Columbia did a really good job of running the ball and uh, able to make Columbia cash in uh, for their only touchdown of the night so far. Columbia leading six to nothing here with six minutes to go in the second quarter.
1: Here's Bush in the gun. Gonna hand off to DeAndre Williams as he goes right up the middle and picks up a couple of a couple of yards yeah, on, on that run. He'll get inside the 35 to about the 34 yard line, where it will now be third and about three, a long three, we'll call it. As the clock continues to run, five minutes 40 seconds to go here in the second quarter. Yeah, Columbia definitely
2: in two two-down territory here. Don't have to get it all on third down. You can go for it on fourth as they're at the Stratford 34-yard line. Ball nearing the right hash as
1: Columbia looks to add to their lead. Parker Bush faking to DeAndre Hidalgo, but gives to DeAndre Williams, and he has met and stopped for really... Uh, a loss on the play, they're going to maybe lose. About a maybe half he got yard. well. Now they're going to mark him back up at the line of scrimmage. So he must have reached that ball out before he went out of bounds because it's still marked at the 34. So it's going to be fourth and three, fourth and a long three. The yard to gain is going to be at the 31 yard line is where they need to to reach that first down. So here's Bush, and that he's got Antoine Moore now at fullback. Man coverage top side of the field with Stephen Kennard. Here's Bush under center, going to hand to Antoine Moore up the middle, and he's pushing his way, but then push back, did not get it. Then push back. Let's see where that four. fortunate. They're going to be. He's going to be about a half yard or a yard short. But I thought Antoine Moore was going to pick up that first down, but the Stratford Spartans thought otherwise. So turnover on downs for the Lions as Stratford will take over now first and ten at their own 32-yard line with five minutes and ten seconds to go as Columbia leading here six to nothing in the second quarter. So a lot of new faces, as we talked about. Joseph Whaley in there at linebacker along with Shane Cobb and Nick Butler and and, uh, Whaley, both sophomores. Another sophomore on that defensive line that we haven't mentioned is uh, Thomas Jones. And let's see what what these guys can do here with the Spartans as uh, here's Armstead in the shotgun, going to hand off to McAllister, and he's met and breaks three oh of that no. tackle and breaks through across midfield down to the 45-yard line. Not finally knocked out of bounds by Lincoln English, but not until he gets the first down and a lot more as they'll mark it now at the Columbia 43-yard line. He was hit initially in the backfield. Uh, Poor tackling. We talked about that last
2: week and the last couple of weeks, just uh, making contact at the line of scrimmage but not following through with the tackles, and it, it really hurt Columbia there. Stratford now in line territory at the 43 ball on the left hash, two receivers to the left, one to the right.
1: That was McAllister running the ball, and he's in the backfield now. Going to get it again right up the middle, and he's got room to run right up the middle. He's got another first down, and then still on his feet all the way to the 25-yard line before he's finally brought down again by Lincoln English. When you call Lincoln English's name, you know that they're getting into that way too deep into the secondary.
2: And he's looking for contact. He was not going to run out of bounds. He was looking for somebody to run over. He, he, you know, knocked Lincoln English out of bounds on that last play, and they're getting a push up front, and uh, – they, you know, looking from what I see right now, they got an advantage with
1: size up front against the Columbia defensive line. Aaron Benson checks back in at that defensive tackle along with Thomas Jones and Antoine Moore and Demarcus Marlowe that front four. Here's Armstead handing off again, and there's a big hit by... Oh, the football's out. No, they, I guess he was down. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was down, but Thomas Jones makes the tackle along with uh, Demarcus Marlowe makes the stop. a stop. A loss of two on the play. So finally a good defensive stop for the Lions here as the clock running now at four minutes and five seconds to go here in the second quarter. Columbia up second, six to nothing. But again, the, the Stratford Spartans driving. They're down to the 27-yard line of the Lions.
2: Well, if your Columbia's defensive backs do not fall asleep, they've ran the ball, they've ran the ball. Be prepared for a shot over the top here as they're going to go two receivers
1: to the right, one to the left. There's Armstead going to take it himself, and he's got room to run around the right side, but he's finally brought down there by Antoine Moore, but he'll make it up to the 21-yard line of the Lions where it will bring up third down and about seven before – here in the second quarter. Three minutes, 25 seconds. Clock still running. Columbia leading six to nothing over the Spartans. And Stradford here, like Columbia in their last drive, in two-down
2: territory, don't have to get it all here on third down as they're going to spread it the field out some
1: more. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Here's Armstead in the gun. He's looking to run it again with himself around the left side. He gets stopped Ooh. in the backfield, and first Shane Cobb kind of held him up, and then... And then Antoine Moore came across from all the way over from his left defensive end to make that stop behind the line of scrimmage. And a a great defensive stop there by the Lions. It'll make it fourth and ten. Ball spotted now at the 25-yard line of the Lions. Yeah, it was a good job by
2: Antoine to chase down the play from behind from his left defensive end position.
1: Malik Smith will come in the – come in the lineup to, to spell Thomas Jones here in that middle of the defensive front for the Lions. So a big play here. Fourth down and ten as they need another stop here, the Lions do. Armstead now yeah, their whistle blows. I believe they're going to take another timeout. That'll be three. All three of their timeouts I believe for, for the Spartans. So we'll take a timeout with them. I'm telling you, uh, six. the Columbia Central Lions are leading six to nothing here over the the Stratford Spartans at, as you're listening to Columbia Central Lions
0: football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Once again, here's Lee Maddox.
1: Welcome back to Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Two minutes and 20 Sports seconds go. to go here in the second quarter as the Columbia Central Lions are leading over the Spartan the Spartans of Stratford. Right. I'm going to get that right before it's over with but uh, they're leading six to nothing here here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium here on homecoming night. Uh, a beautiful night for football here on Thursday night. Glad you're with us Lee Maddox uh, Clayton Harris and Terry Wilcox here joining you here with the with the call of the game and it's fourth down a huge play now that we need for the Lions to make another stop it's fourth and 10 as Armstead in the shotgun he sends his uh, tailback in motion now he's throwing deep into the end zone and that ball's going to be incomplete really not not much of a chance for that ball to be complete as Lincoln English defending the play there, as number seven Draquan Gills was in the end zone looking for that pass from Armstead, but now a turnover again on downs by the Lions. So a great stop for the Lions. They just need to get something going on offense here. So
5: yeah, I was a little surprised that he had uh, he had Gills uh, sprinting out to the right. I kind of thought he was going to feed him. He's been pretty good, successful. So but. Good for us.
1: Yeah, very good. So let's see what we can do. we got two minutes to go here in the second quarter before halftime as Parker Bush in the shotgun. He's going to tip it out, uh, a jet sweep to Hidalgo around the left side, and there comes a penalty marker on the play as he'll pick up about four on the play before he's finally maybe five yards before he's knocked out of bounds. But that penalty comes in a place that doesn't really look good. Looks like it could be a hold or a block in the back. A holding is the call against Columbia. So not a good uh not a good penalty to have there, Terry on no. first down for the Lions. And as that's, that's gonna back them up another f- another ten yards.
5: That's right, and that's the first penalty of the game. For yeah, them, right? On, on the on, on the Lions.
1: Yeah. Right. The the Spartans have had one, I know. Uh Maybe.
5: Actually, no, but without thought they were going to have the delay of game. And then oh, they, they didn't. So and then that, they gave them a timeout. You're so. right.
1: You were right to begin with. That's the first back penalty to, of the game. The so 13. that breaks us. It's going to make it first and 21 now is what they're calling it. Not sure how it could be. I guess from the spot of the foul, that's yes. where that was that's how that's marked off. Here's Bush. He's going to hand off to Buckman, and he is met and dropped for another loss as he had nowhere to run as Parker Bush hands that ball off to him to going up on the right side, but nowhere to run as the Spartan defense is stepping up and uh, kind of making, making their self-known right here uh, at the end of, as we're winding down the second quarter.
5: It's going to be close. Uh, it's second down, we've got a minute 34. Still got uh, 19 seconds on the play clock. I'd say they're going to run these all the way down if it was, if it was me.
1: Yeah, ball uh, inside the 10-yard line, marked at the 9-yard line as it's second and 21 for the Lions. Here's Bush looking to throw, and there's a man open. Hidalgo will go around the right sideline. He's going to get about 10 yards on the play, but uh, he didn't get out of bounds, so that'll keep the clock well, the clock is stopped at a minute and nine seconds. I'm not sure why it stopped because, oh no, a timeout. Columbia calls a timeout, so we'll take a timeout with them. It's six to nothing. Columbia holding on to a six to nothing lead over the Stratford Spartans with one minute nine seconds to go here until halftime. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football and the TriStar Sports Radio Network. And welcome back to Lindsey Nelson Stadium as we're trying to figure out the uh, board here. Clayton has left us. He's gone down to get ready for the the 2010 state championship recognition on the field. So we'll bring it back here. A minute nine to go here in the second quarter as as Columbia. As. um, I've lost my feet. There we go. I'm sorry. I thought I lost my feet. I couldn't hear it. No, you're on. All right, so. uh, not sure what happened there. I was trying to pay attention to the board here. Sorry about that, folks. It's uh, That brings up fourth down, so Columbia is going to – they didn't make the first down, so they're going to have to punt. Punt the ball away here on, with a minute and one second to go before halftime as uh, they just not able to make things work that time. I'm on one. Yeah, I'm on one right there. And here's Kennard. He's going to look to – punt the ball that rugby style a great punt all the way down to the 40 yard line of the Spartans and bouncing and rolling down where they'll call it dead at the 32 yard line so a great punt by Stephen Kennard as uh, the Spartans now got 49 seconds to try to Come up with a score before the before halftime. So, uh, Columbia leading six to nothing over the Spartans here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium here on Homecoming night, and uh, they're getting underway to recognize that 2010 state championship team as uh, when halftime gets here. So that's going to be exciting, and we're going to try to we're going to try to carry some of that uh, for you all to let you listen in as they recognize that great accomplishment by the Lions from 20. 20- 10 so here are the spartans at their own 32 first and 10 as Armstead all the way at quarterback he's all alone in the gun and he's gonna definitely be looking to throw and he's backed up a little short route over to his right but falls incomplete to the intended receiver so that makes it second and 10 that does stop the clock it's 45 seconds to go here in the first uh, in the first half Terry, yeah, I'm just not... Uh, you there? I don't think so. Yeah, you are.
5: There we go. Okay, I can hear now. Can you hear me? Hear me okay, yes, Lee? I hear you.
1: All right, fantastic. <laughs> we're, we're missing Clayton here.
5: We're missing Clayton. <laughs> this is our first time trying to run yeah, the, this Yeah, we're trying board. to do this with... Uh, I run the other boards. This is a different one. So, yeah, But hang in that. there. We'll, we'll get through. Yeah, we will. And Clayton will be back right after
1: halftime. So second and 10... Uh, for the Spartans at their 32-yard line. Here's Armstead. He's being pressured and going to have to come out of the pocket, and he's got some room to run, and he's going to run out of bounds at the 39-yard line, so uh, a good pickup, but, uh, again, nowhere he was looking to throw but didn't have a receiver open, so he just pulled it down and ran it himself and picked up seven yards before he's run out of bounds by Shane Cobb and Jay Frierson. Here on the Columbia sideline. Now thirty-seven clock stops on the out of bounds play at thirty-seven seconds to go. Columbia leads six to nothing over the Stratford Spartans. So they break the huddle and Armstead at quarterback with McAllister on his left hip third down and three he's going to hand off to McAllister and McAllister breaks through the middle of the line he's got room to run across midfield he's got the first down and then some all the way down before they'll stop the clock on the on the yardage marker or the first down yardage marker he makes it all the way to the 47 yard line of the Lions so A good pickup, a good first down uh, conversion for the the Spartans. The clock running at 20 seconds to go as they try to hurry up tempo to get some plays in. Here's Armstead looking to throw, and he's throwing downfield, and he makes the completion all the way down to inside the 30-yard line to number seven drake Juan gills once again so they're moving but the fox going to start back after they marked that first down there it is at eight seconds and it doesn't look like they're going to get on in line in time to run another play so and they did just as the clock went to zero but he is going to get sacked by shane cobb makes the stop a great play by shane cobb to stop that threat here as the half comes to or the second quarter comes to an end columbia leading six to nothing over the stratford spartans and we're gonna take a quick time out here and we'll be back to give some of the stats and then we're gonna try to get in line here to uh hear from the uh 2010 state championship team as some of the coaches and teammates here get a reunion so you're listening to columbia central lions football and the tri-star sports radio network
0: this is Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network.
1: Welcome back to Lindsey Nelson Stadium. It's uh, Terry Wilcox and I are trying to figure out this uh, how to use the, the TriCaster up here to get us uh, online here. But we're hopefully we're back. We we'll think we are. And Terry, you've got some stats there from the first half.
5: Yeah, I sure do. Uh, for, uh, for Stratford, uh, rushing wise, McAllister at twelve carries for eighty-five yards. Uh, Armstead carried the ball eight times himself for 15 and Davison three times for eight on the uh, passing side uh, Armstead was uh, four of seven for 37 yards and uh, Gills was his big receiver uh, four catches for 57 yards but Columbia was able to keep him out of the end zone so that's uh, the best part of that Uh, for Columbia uh, we had passing wise uh, Parker Bush was uh, 2 of 4 for 15 yards, and uh, receiving, uh, Buckman uh, caught one pass, but it was in the backfield, unfortunately, and uh, he wound up losing 7 yards. Canard did one catch for 4, and Hidalgo one for 12. Uh, Rushing-wise, uh, Buckman was 4 for 17. Uh, Williams was the big, uh, big carrier, 6 times for 39 yards and, and the one touchdown. Uh, And he got that on four straight carries in the first quarter. And Antoine Moore had one carry for two yards.
1: So, but in total yardage. uh, Just a second. All right, go ahead. We're we're, uh, just kind of. It, sure. Into this halftime, and uh, Columbia just had that really that first series that they had is after a turnover they went to 36 yards, and they've struggled ever since to try to get back into the end zone. But thankfully, they've held uh, several threats from uh, the Spartans as uh, they've moved the ball kind of at will until yeah. they fumbled it a couple of times, and then we've had, they've had two turnover uh, two possessions on downs that, that they had to turn the ball back over.
5: They have and uh, Stratford's actually uh, moved the ball. They have 202 yards, and uh, Columbia is actually only has a total of 73. Uh, excuse me, uh, plus 16, they've 89 yards. So they've doubled us up on the yardage twice uh, through the first half. But opportunistic, we got in there and scored the very right off the bat. That was a big one. Missed the extra point, unfortunately, it was blocked. Uh, but uh, Stratford has marched up and down the field. But they've also fumbled twice, uh, which has really helped uh, Columbia out. So that's really been our our best defender has been to fumble.
1: Very good, Terry. Thank you there. Yep. And also, uh, we've got a special guest here with us at halftime is Barry Duke and and uh, uh, Barry, you there? I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. I am now. There
4: we go. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. And it's so good to be up here uh, here in the press box at Columbia Central. Lindsay Nelson Stadium, and uh, it's certainly great to be here. I've come a long way. I, I, uh, it's been 20 years since I've broadcast a game here, and the press box is much improved. Really? <laughs> James Dickinson and I used to sit on top of the old press box right. just to get a view, and uh, rain, snow, sleet, we sat on top of the press box. So it's, this is a magnificent place to, to broadcast a game here. At yeah. Columbia Central,
1: a beautiful stadium, beautiful field. It's known all over. A lot of people have tried to emulate what this field looks like when they're building fields, and uh, so. But th- th- this is something you've been around. You know, it's been twenty years since you made the last call here, but you were calling a lot longer before that, right? I think you started in uh, in seventy eight. Is that right?
4: I think seventy eight, late seventy eight, and uh, that
1: was with basketball,
4: basketball, mm-hmm. and yeah. then football, and uh, of course covered Mount Pleasant for a couple of years. On WKOM, and then uh, went back to Columbia Central Broadcasting, uh, basketball and football there, probably 1981 or 82.
1: All right. So no, this is nothing new to you, and you're going to be back calling for the Columbia Central Lions uh, basketball but when when they start back. Do you know when that is?
4: I'm not sure. I'm, I'm sure sometime in November, but right. uh, so
1: not well, not long. Though. Not I long. Mean, they're practicing and, yeah. and getting ready for a season, and and I'm not even sure how. You know, they're even treating or looking at the COVID situation, which obviously they are, but I've been focused on football. So, uh, you know, we've got another another whole season of basketball to come up, and we're just thankful that we might have that opportunity, right? And you're going to be doing the play-by-play.
4: Yeah, girls and boys basketball at Columbia Central, Lions and Lady Lions. Looking forward to it. It's been a while, and I'm looking very much forward to it.
1: Well, I'm sure that you enjoyed when you were doing that, so that's you've taken some time off here, and uh, you've uh, honed your skills in, right? So you're exactly. ready, to, ready, to, ready to bring a new perspective in uh, when you make that play-by-play.
4: Like they said, it's like riding a bike. You never forget, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a little rusty at first, but but you never forget.
1: Well, we're definitely at the first here because this is the first time I've ever done this, but uh, I'm having a ball uh, Uh, you know it's 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 always fun when you win or when you're winning so we're we're winning tonight so i'm having fun and uh get to watch my son and the lions football team here but uh and and you've got connections here in columbia right i do this is this This is home yeah
4: born and raised. Uh tell me about it uh well graduated uh, columbia central 1971 so i'm older and uh, uh two sons and they played uh basketball here at columbia central right seneca and trevor played basketball at columbia central and uh just uh it's home i I really enjoyed and appreciate it like a lot of columbia fans the old gymnasium had a lot of history had a lot of uh uh, pizzazz it was just something special but i look forward to broadcasting from the new gymnasium at columbia central
1: yeah that's a nice gym i know you've seen it but well that's a that's a That's a really nice uh, facility that they've got here. The whole school is just super nice, and I've enjoyed the heck out of uh, being able to have my kids to go to this new school, so it's been a lot of fun.
4: Exactly, exactly. And, of course, tonight we are honoring the 2010 Columbia Central High School football team, Nash state champions, so that's a big honor, too, because all the time I broadcast Columbia Central has some good years, some great years, And some not-so-good years, so it was good to see a culmination of uh, winning the state championship in 2010.
1: Very good. And so tell me about some of the players that stick out in your mind. I remember one. I'm from Fayetteville, Lincoln County. Mm -hmm. And so I remember a guy named Jenkins. Fred Jenkins. That, that played the game. Yes. Here. yeah, Went was, on to play at the University of Tennessee. He was a great player, right? He was. Outstanding. Great player. I'm sure you had a lot of others, but Fred just sticks out to my mind.
4: Yeah, at least 20 or 25 players I can name. You know, Larry yeah. Marks who went on to play at Arkansas with the Razorbacks. And and uh, I guess I don't want to start naming names because there's so oh. many. There's so yeah. many. It's a bunch. Right. right. Yeah. They, they had a tremendous tradition of basketball here at Columbia Central. Uh, just unreal that they just dominated for a while, for a long time, and uh, see if we can get that domination back
1: again. Yeah, they need that.
5: I was going to say, I believe uh, young Brandon LeVere yes, is uh-huh. going to be calling, uh, calling the game with you, and yeah. I know he was an outstanding, outstanding player here. I think he went on to Austin P, I believe, possibly somewhere.
4: Well, uh, here's a, the irony of it. He lives across the street from me. Oh,
5: wow. Do you know and, more about him than I do?
4: And uh, he played uh, this year basketball at Cumberland University with my grandson. My grandson uh, played at Martin Luther King Magnet School. He's an all-time leading scorer. Then he went on to Tennessee State University and got his uh, uh, degree in mass communications, graduated with a degree in mass communications, and now he's at Cumberland University where he's getting his master's degree. And uh, his eligibility is up, so he's a graduate assistant coach at Cumberland University. But uh, it, it's uh, Brandon, course, played at Cumberland. And Brandon was an outstanding player at Cumberland, ran the point guard, very strong, very quick, very determined, very intense player. And uh, I want to brag on my grandson too. He led that. the nation in three-point shooting percentage at almost fifty-eight percent. Wow! Yeah. So That's he cool. uh, and he was named uh, honorable mention All-American in the NAIA. So, kind of proud of uh, my grandson Jalen Duke played real well this year yeah, during his career.
1: Very good, very good. But so.
4: Brandon's an outstanding young man. Yeah, outstanding. Absolutely,
5: yeah. I think uh, he'll he'll work well with you. You can you, you can learn from the master. <laughs> and I tell you, we look forward to it. Uh, it's very exciting for college. Bat- I mean, Central basketball this coming fall. I look forward to
4: I look forward to meeting with the coaches and the players, uh, Columbia Central Lions and Lady Lions, and and uh, hope they have a great year. And, and hope they continue to work hard and bring that tradition back to Columbia Central basketball where they win championships and and, uh, had some
1: outstanding basketball teams throughout the years, girls and boys. Right, and um, so they're going to go through the process of trying to maneuver their way through this whole COVID-19 business and just like the football teams have, and, you know, they got cut short. Uh, I I, I remember the, the men's, The boys team last year, you know, they were just getting set to go to the state tournament or play it. I'm not sure where they were in the playoffs, but uh, they had a chance to to continue their season because they did so well there at the end. And and, uh, then COVID just kind of shut everything down.
4: It did. And I'm hoping that everything works out well, that they can play despite the COVID situation here. I hope they continue to play. hope they get to play, and I hope they can finish out the season and everything go well with the COVID-19. Well,
1: Barry Duke, we're looking forward to it. I appreciate you stopping by here at halftime here as, uh, at the Columbia football game as uh, both teams are have yet to come back on the field, and the Columbia Central High School Marching Band is performing here at halftime and here on homecoming night and here as they recognize the 2010 state championship team. Barry Duke, we appreciate you and look forward to hearing your call of the, the Lady Lions and the Lions basketball team.
4: I certainly appreciate that, and you couldn't have picked a better night for a football game tonight. It's absolutely perfect. Got a great crowd, and, and the band's playing well, and hopefully the Lions can pull out a win here tonight over Stratford.
1: All right, Barry Duke, thanks for stopping by. I appreciate you.
4: All right, thank you. Thank, thank, you, thank you so Barry. much. All right.
1: Uh-huh. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back uh, right after this break, and we'll Uh, I'm telling you that you're listening
0: to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Once again, here's Lee Maddox. Welcome back, everyone,
1: to halftime at Lindsey Nelson Stadium as both teams are trying to get stretched out and warmed up uh, before we start this second half as Columbia leads 6 to nothing here on homecoming night. And also, I hope you folks could hear... We Clayton, you weren't with us because you were down on the field being recognized for that 2010 state championship team. I, I hope folks could hear the PA announcer, but I'm I'm not sure because I'm unprepared I, I, to run this board when you're not here. Thankful for you, to, I'm a, to I'm be able a hundred. To run that board. I'm
2: a hundred percent positive that uh, that it was heard. <laughs> okay. I'll put it to you that way.
1: Well, we know it. I guess it continued on the TriStar Sports. .com, right? The, the video of that. That's so. right.
2: Yeah, you can go back online and watch it at tristarsportsradio.com. Um you know, it it, it was great to be down there with uh, some of the players that were able to make it out here tonight. Um just a, a, a special special group of kids uh and, and you know, obviously um, having uh, Heather and TJ here for uh, Dylan Rebeor and uh, representing him was such a uh, a a great great feeling to see them back here in lindsey nelson stadium um you know it's just uh it's hard to believe that's been 10 years uh, we'll have the 10-year anniversary coming up on december the 3rd and um that was the night huh that was the night
1: well, where was that was that in cookville
2: that game was in cookville it okay. was up at, on campus at tennessee tech and um what was the score 28 to 7 dominated all the way should have been 28 to nothing uh opening one of the opening plays of the second half they rolled a pass that was thrown to eric blue as a lateral joe Townsend picked the ball up stepped out of bounds two or three times on his way to the end zone and scored if you go back and watch it uh on film which uh, it, it is on youtube if anybody wants to go back and look at it uh clearly wasn't a lateral and he clearly stepped out of bounds but uh, at the end of the day Columbia you know we were able to, to to pull out a victory in a very special night and um you know there, there were so many people involved we mentioned one of them earlier Dan James uh who went, went into retirement this year from his PA duties uh here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium uh m- m- missing him tonight it, you know it, it just he created an atmosphere that was, was second to none in high school football here in middle Tennessee and uh you just hope, hope those days can come back here soon.
1: Yeah, thank you, Dan James, for all you've done. And we're here as we begin the second kickoff, the second half kickoff, and a short kick from... Uh, from the Spartans is I don't know if that was supposed to be a fair ma- catch, but maybe a an onside kick attempt. I'm not sure. He only kicked it like 15 yards is where, or maybe 20 yards is where Columbia will take over in good field position. Now as uh, we begin the third quarter, they'll be they'll mark it at the 43 yard line, their own 43 yard line, and uh, they're leading six to nothing. We need to get some kind of rhythm on this offensive side of the ball and try to get some more points on the board.
2: Yes, uh, and Terry, I think you have the first half uh,
1: total of the yardage for each team.
5: Yeah, after a little correction, uh, uh, Stratford gained 164 total.
1: Here's DeAndre Williams getting the short pass from, from Parker Bush and picks up about only two on the play.
5: And uh, Columbia, 74. So we were out-gained uh, double by 90, 90 yards.
2: Although the only thing that matters is – the score which columbia leads
1: 6 to nothing That's here true. early in the third quarter
5: that is very true
1: so second and 7 here at the 45 yard line at the lions 45 yard line as uh, parker bush in the shotgun with deandre williams on his left hip he's going to hand off to williams a little bobble of that the handoff and uh, as a result williams is going to get snowed under for really no gain he couldn't ever get get started as a kind of bobbled the snap there from bush uh, but anyway that brings up third and seven at the 45 yard line i'll be honest i'm shocked this game is six to nothing right now and
2: uh you know it it, it we, we got to get something going offensively i know we got a different quarterback but uh we, we we've got to we got to make something
1: happen here generate some yardage and at least at minimum flip the field. We need a push on this offensive line. And so here's Parker Bush, a crucial third down, uh, third and seven as he's looking to throw. And there's the ball's tipped at the line and gut falls incomplete. So uh, he, he was looking for, I'm not sure if that's Hoth or who or Sandman or Ryan Patterson, I think, that he was trying to reach. But that ball got tipped by a defensive lineman. So that's going to bring out the punting team. So, unfortunate here for to go th- three and out for the Lions after a great start to the field position on a short kickoff there to begin this second half. So, here it is fourth and seven from their own 45-yard line and here's Kennard with the snap and that rugby-style punt. He gets it away a really good punt this time. Or Let's see. It goes out of bounds. Let's see where they mark it. We'll spot it. Uh, I thought he was running down there to spot it, but now he's going to walk back up at the 20-yard line is where they're going to spot the ball for the Spartans as it will be first and ten for them for their first possession here in the second half. Columbia leads 6 to nothing with 10 minutes, 21 seconds to go here in the third quarter just underway here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium on homecoming here in Columbia. A
2: chaotic homecoming. I'm telling you, it's, uh, it's
1: 2020, right? It's 2020. I guess it's just been, uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm at loss of words. well, we really made we. You make us look great because you know what you're doing on this board, and and Terry. I'm not taking the, anything against you, but I didn't know what in the world was going on here. I was pushing commercials and buttons that I didn't know what was playing. But anyway, here's uh, Armstead at quarterback, and he's going to do a quick jet sweep to take uh, a pass, say, uh, a pass uh, to Williams or no to the, to Gills as he picks up three on the on the play, so that'll make it second and about seven here for the Spartans. Yeah, just a
2: jet sweep to the right, and, and instead of handing the ball off, they do the little toss in case there's an ex- a fumble exchange, which we've seen Stratford turn the ball over twice tonight, fumbling the football. Uh, Columbia taking advantage of the first one there early in the ballgame, but uh, since then it's just been real quiet, no score in the second quarter. Columbia gets the ball to start the second half. They go three and out and punt the football. Here's Stratford with the ball, second down and seven.
1: Armstead going to hand off this time to McAllister up the middle and nowhere to go. A good stop by the the defensive front there for the Lions as Aaron Benson at least for sure in on that tackle for about maybe they'll give him a a yard or maybe a yard and a half, so it's going to make it about third and five as they'll spot the ball at the 25-yard line. So a big third down stop is needed right here by the Lions as you can hear this crowd maybe trying to get revved up to give them momentum to stop this, to stop this drive right here for the Spartans.
2: DeAndre Williams in on defense.
1: Here's Armstead looking to throw across the middle and incomplete too high for his receiver Gills as Lathen Natty defending on the play. So that'll make it fourth and five. And it looks like uh, so the Spartans will send in their punting team. And uh, barring a fake a punt, we'll get the ball back in fairly good field position as Stephen Kennard goes back deep for the Lions at his own 45-yard line. About his 40-yard line is where he'll wait for the punt from the Spartans. It was a good job there by the defense
2: force of three and out on their first drive of the second half Clock. Stopped at 9.32
1: to go here in the third quarter. That is the quarterback on the snap, and he could have had a chance to block that. Not a really good punt at all, a high punt, but then it takes a Spartan bounce inside the 40, down inside the 35. A good roll for them. It goes down. They'll mark it at the 34-yard line. That's where Columbia will take over and hopefully get something else moving on offense here. We've got to get something started and let's see who they're going to get in it running back this time should be buckman but i'm not sure yeah buckman's in there so 45 yard punt there yeah after after an unbelievable roll it went straight up i think it rode 20 yards so uh <clears throat> Unfortunate for the Lions. They couldn't have, recovered. Couldn't have, couldn't have caught the fair caught that ball because it was such a short punt to begin with. So here's Bush going to pitch to Buckman around the left side, and he's got some room to run. Coming he's back. got the first down and out of bounds. It's coming back. But there is a marker on the play.
2: Like Jay's hoof, got a little bit of cloth there, and the officials saw it through the flag. It's going to be a spot foul from around the 38-yard line.
1: And we didn't, Terry. We didn't have a lot of penalties in that first uh, half. So
5: uh, we only had uh, Columbia had one, and uh, Stratford did not have any. It was a, it was a holding on uh, Columbia, set us back about twelve yards, and we were moving.
1: So officials are stepping off the penalty now, and that'll mark the ball.
5: Fifteen yards.
1: Fifteen yards back. That's going to be at the 24 yard line, is where that ball is going to be spotted. And they've got the yard to gain is about the 44. Oh, they're calling a chop block.
0: Wow.
1: That's a 15 yarder. Wow. So it's going to make it first and 20 for the Lions. As they'll start now from their own 24-yard line, as they're moving left to right here in the third quarter. Nine minutes, 11 seconds to go, leading you six to nothing over the Spartans.
2: Can't, you, you can't send two men in motion. Well,
1: they didn't call it, right? Thank goodness. There's Bush back to throw. He's being moved out of the pocket now. He's going to take it down and run, and he's going to pick up a couple of yards maybe before he's forced out of bounds on the far sideline. Maybe a three-yard pickup as they'll spot it at the. Twenty-eight yard line, I believe, or maybe the twenty-seven. So it's going to make still a, a long, a long second down play here needed for the Lions.
2: And you know, I mean, that's probably one of the first times uh, tonight that we've thrown the ball on early downs uh, or attempted to throw the ball. We've been running on first and second, throw it on third if we need to. Nobody there for Parker to go to. He runs out of bounds. Gets, like you said, a few yards. Brings up a long second down and 17 on the left hash.
1: Here's Bush in the gun with All oh, start. another penalty.
2: Start.
1: Start. Another five-yard penalty on the line. So after we did so well in that first half with with the few mistakes that they had, at least penalty-wise, it's now three here in the third quarter, right?
5: That's correct. Uh, two, uh, two back-to-back here. We have one in the first half, so three total.
1: So Columbia's got to get something working here and get the playoff. So they break the huddle, and Parker Bush is going to be in that shotgun with a second and 22 to go here with nine minutes, eight seconds to go here in the third quarter. There's Bush looking to throw a quick throw to Kennard on the right side. Kennard's got some room to run over the 30 and then tripped up at the 33 yard line before he goes down. So a good pickup, but uh, really just back really to the original line of scrimmage. Or actually, just to about it's going to be third and 11, and there's an injured player on the field. And Is that Knorr? No, it's not Cunard. I can't make out the number, but uh, the training staff is there attending to him. At the 25-yard line, but a, a good pickup by Kennard on that play. And uh, we'll take an injury timeout with them. i telling you, you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network.
0: This is Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network.
1: Welcome back to Lindsay Nelson Stadium as that was Ryan Patterson that was uh, down on the play, still being tended to on the field by the trainers, and now they're going to help him up, and he'll get a round of applause. So he's up on his own, not sure what that injury was. Clayton, can you tell there at all? It's an upper body maybe injury. Not sure what that is.
5: Yeah, it looks like they're holding his uh, left arm.
1: Yeah, his left shoulder, his left arm. And
5: he he, he was blocking for Kennard on that run too. Right. On that play.
1: He's definitely in some pain, but uh, walking on his own and coming over to the sideline at the bench there is uh, hopefully he's going to be all right. But we'll check in on him momentarily to find out. So it's third and 11, eight minutes, 49 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Columbia leading six to nothing. Here's Bush in the shotgun, looking to throw, going across the middle to Kennard, but ball is picked off.
2: Good gracious.
1: Uh, at the 45-yard line, the 46-yard line of the Lions, as Parker Bush was looking to connect to Stephen Kennard, but uh, ball picked off by number 28, and I don't have a number for 20, or maybe that's 26, Davion Mitchell. Was uh, makes that makes that interception so a turnover for the Lions. Unfortunately, here and still in the early goings of the second of the third quarter, they're leading still six to nothing. But uh, not what you want to see here for the if you're a Lions fan.
2: You don't want to let an inferior team stay in the ball game. It gives them hope, gives them uh, you know a lot of confidence. And, and Columbia is giving them confidence as they're going to have the ball. First and ten at the 46-yard
1: line. And it seems like we've played a lot of, been on the field way too long on defense as now clock is stopped. The officials calling stoppage on the play. I'm not sure what that's about. Is it a timeout? It is. A timeout for? Uh, Stratford. For Stratford. So Too many men on the field again. Okay. We'll take a timeout with them by telling you you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football and the TriStar Sports Radio Network.
0: This is Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network.
1: Welcome back to Lindsey Nelson Stadium as a turnover here for the Spartans as they now first and 10. Armstead back to pass but being forced out of the pocket and he's going to get t- thrown down but makes it back to the line of scrimmage. Aaron Benson on the tackle along with. Uh, Malik Smith, as well, from that defensive line up front, and uh, Benson's tapping out yeah Benson is uh, kind of hobbling off the field, but he made a great stop there, kind of going down on his knees there or on his on his uh, knee pads there he 's taking a a breather as he comes out of the game he 's playing offensive line that he hadn 't been used to playing all season long, so uh, making that shift to try to go both ways, but taking a break now. So second and nine, they'll mark it at the 45-yard line of the Lions. Seven minutes, you 15, five seconds to go as the play clock winding down. He just gets it off, handoff to McAllister up the middle, and he is met and stopped by Shane Cobb, Joseph Whaley, and Demarcus Marlowe, all three, and Nick Butler in on that play. Pickup maybe of a couple at the most. So it'll make it third and about seven. Generous spot. Yeah, third and seven for the Spartans as uh, the ball spotted now at the Columbia Lion 43-yard line as the Spartans are moving right to left on your dial. And the Columbia Central Lions leading six to nothing here with the clock down to seven minutes, 15 seconds here in the third quarter.
2: Two receivers to the right up back to the left
1: armstead looking to throw there's the there's the toss and incomplete as he was trying to reach his uh, receiver on the right the far sideline there and uh, roman woodson defending on that play that makes it fourth and seven so not sure if they'll try to punt this ball armstead is the punter
2: yeah they're going to punt this thing try to pin columbia back deep in their own territory columbia Ever since that opening drive, struggled to move the football consistently.
1: That seems like a long time ago. It That's does. Six points.
2: Good gracious.
1: Long time. So, here's Armstead going to get the ball at about midfield in the punt, and he punts it he shanked, straight up, it and down. that ball's going nowhere. I mean, like a maybe a – Four yards? Or well, no, maybe a two-yard punt from, from the line of scrimmage, a three-yard punt from the line of scrimmage. So uh, – Yeah,
2: yeah, ball was at the 43.
1: The The 39-yard line is where they'll mark it for the Lions as they'll take over first and 10 after really a bad punt by the the Spartans.
2: (laughs) Well, did a terrible job there flipping the field, that's for sure.
1: For sure. (laughs) So here's Parker Bush under center now with Justin Buckman and now stoppage again, another timeout. Personnel issues for Stratford goodness gracious another timeout for the spartans that's their second already here just in the really they're still the early goings of the third quarter but we'll take a timeout with them by telling you the columbia central lions are leading six to nothing here at homecoming and you're listening to columbia central lions football on the tri-star sports radio network Welcome back to Lindsey Nelson Stadium. There on first and ten, Parker Bush pitches out to Justin Buckman, but he is met in the backfield once again, and a loss of six or a loss of five on the play back to the 33-yard line. So, uh, I mean, Buckman just couldn't couldn't get away from that defender who was out there all alone. Just uh, whoever was supposed to block him did not block him. I tell you, negative yards
2: on first down will kill you. We had a chop block on the last series. Now a big loss of about seven or eight on first down is going to back the lines up even further.
1: So here's Parker Bush looking to throw out of the shotgun. He's being pressured coming out of the pocket. He's going to run out of bounds and uh, knocked out of bounds at about the 38-yard line is where they'll spot it. So about to the back to the original line of scrimmage. Uh, from where they were, so it's going to make it third and ten for the Lions at their own 38-yard line. Again, they're leading six to nothing. Out-of-bounds play stops the clock with six minutes, 16 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Well, when
2: you lose yardage on first down, it really makes you have to do things on second that you don't like to do. Columbia tonight has been content running the ball. You know, it's the old Gene Stallings method. Run it on first and second, throw it on third if you have to. Now they're gonna to have to on third and long.
1: Here's Bush looking for Kennard downfield. And he's trying he's still throwing it. He got it, makes the connection, but he's gonna be short of the first down as they'll mark it close. about I don't know, that's gonna be close where it depends on where they spot that ball.
5: It looks fish like
1: fish it's gonna be the just a little short, and you know, there's cannard hopping. He's hurt. Kennard makes a great catch as Parker Bush was scrambling around out of the pocket and then finally found him across the middle uh, right at midfield before. And now they're going to give him the first down. So they marked it. No, they're going to – I think he called for a first down. That's what I thought. He did. He did. But we got got a timeout uh, on the field as Kennard is uh, injured. Injury timeout with six minutes and four seconds to go as they look at Kennard and his left leg. Uh, Not sure what that is, but we'll take a quick break with them by telling you you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network.
0: You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Once again, here's Lee Maddox.
1: Stephen Kennard walking off on his own there, but still some kind of injury on his left leg we'll find out more hopefully he's going to be able to return but we'll see but a pickup of a first down and only as Terry reminds us and uh, Chris Yow appears well that's only the fourth first down of this ball game for the Lions that's incredible first down at the 40 at their own 49 yard line Parker Bush handing off to Justin Buckman around the right side he gets a little room and makes something out of nothing and looks like a little late hit but they're not going to call that a pickup of about six on the play, so second down and four yards to go for the Lions as they'll spot the ball now at the Spartan 45-yard line. Five minutes, 46 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Columbia leading six to nothing.
2: The key for Columbia, get positive yardage on first down and make your make life a lot easier on yourself on second and third. Right there, they did a good job of that, running a toss to the boundary, short side of the field in front of the Columbia bench, back in the eye formation.
1: Here's Bush handing off to Buckman right up the middle, and he breaks it to the outside. Gets the first down Good, before gracious. he's knocked out of bounds, and we're not going to call God. a penalty on that.
2: Oh, my gosh. That's that's
1: one of the hardest hits I've seen all year. And Buckman bounces right back up. God, boy. He did make the first down, so inside the 40-yard line at the market at the 39-yard line of the Spartans. So we're on a run here. Let's keep it going if you're the Lions uh, to – continue getting that's only the fifth first down i can't believe that but here we go let's try to keep it rolling uh buckman still in there or did he come out buckman did come out sure eye formation bush under center Hand off to Antoine Moore. He's got room up the middle. He breaks free of a tackle. Still on his feet down to the 10, to the 5. Falls down to the 5. Tripped up at the 8-yard line and falls to the 5. Or now they're going to mark him at the 6-yard line. But a great run by Antoine Moore at the fullback position as he just broke that line of scrimmage. And he was looking for Pater.
2: Yeah, they really surprised the uh, Spartan defense there by going with that fullback dive just off the left side of the center. Good job by Antoine. Almost
1: took it to the house. Wouldn't be surprised if we don't go back to it right here. He's still in there. It's first and goal from the seven-yard line, they'll call it. Five minutes and nine seconds to go here in the third quarter. Handoff off to Antoine Moore up the middle, and he gets past inside the five-yard line before he is stopped on the right side of the line as the Spartans will stop him at the three-yard line is where they'll spot it. It'll be second and goal from the three and you know
2: it, it feels like here if you can get some points <laughs> Do it, it would it would go a long way uh, yes. w- I- in this game uh, as you know both teams have struggled to uh, to put up any points obviously in a 6 to nothing game but uh, not not very explosive is either offense here, so Columbia needs to try to punch this baby in, get up two possessions. Play
1: clock down to five seconds as Parker Bush under center in the eye formation. Got to get that ball snap. There he goes. He gets it off. He's looking to throw or gonna run it. I'm not sure what he's gonna do, but a good block there. He's still scrambling in the back. He's still scrambling looking uh, penal, and he's penalty. gonna get oh no! It. There's the ball fumbled and penalty. picked up by the Lions. Why are we throwing the ball? But <laughs> I'm not sure. But Oh, uh, no, another flag. And another flag, and yeah. they've got a, really a scrum going on. They need to break this up real quick before it gets out of hand. Yeah, there was a crackback block. When Both
2: coaching staffs on the field. Forward. Goodness gracious. <sighs>
1: ball is going to be marked now.
5: 14.
1: All composure has been lost. 14 yard line. Well, hope Had it's the ball at the three medals. yard line. Second down and three. And um, Parker Bush rolling out to throw the ball. Couldn't find anything open. Rolled all the way to his left. And then came all the way back, scrambling to his right. And he was hit. The ball comes out. I think Lewis Maddox recovered the ball. And he the did. officials are trying to. Uh, uh, trying to sort this all out, but then There's, there was a penalty to begin with, which was probably going to be a block in the it, back it uh, on us, on, on Columbia. And That's then, the, and then the, the, the scrum, or whatever you want to call it, kind of broke out, and uh, they're trying to sort that all out. As both teams kind of got together there at that uh, heated moment. And here, here, Let's see what the officials has to say here. Wish we could hear them.
2: Unsportsmanlike. Yeah. Stratford against Stratford, okay. Dead ball and sportsmanlike against Columbia. Those all set. Yep. And now the now you got a block in the back against Columbia. That'll be assessed from the spot of the foul, and they'll replay second down. Wow. So second
1: and goal is going to be like from the thirty, right? It's going to be far.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I think it was at the twenty where the flag was thrown.
1: Yeah, they're going to back. their walk, marking that ball off to the to the 30, thirty yard line. So it's going to be second and goal from the thirty. Is that right? Is that what I'm seeing? That here? is that is correct. Second and goal from the thirty. <laughs> wow, I would have just given it to Antoine Moore again. Yeah, they lost. <laughs> I think yards. everybody in the stadium would have. And maybe I guess the coaches are thinking that's what they're going to think. So let's do something different. I don't know. Unfortunate, unfortunate. There, we had a we had a shot to really kind of get up by uh, another six points on the board, but uh,
5: I think Antoine surprised him. I mean, uh, that play up the middle, one man and he would have scored anyways. And even the second time, he got three. Yards. And I'm
2: thinking that unsportsmanlike may have been on Antoine as he is now on the Columbia bench, standing down here at the end of uh, yes, at the end of his teammates, and he's still talking. Right.
1: Well, they need to calm him down, and now the officials stop the play again here, talking to both teams. They might be telling them they better straighten up here. Or you're going to get ejected. Have, you're going to get – the Spartans, both both teams are all trying to the, – mm-hmm. the, the officials have both teams gathered at the line of scrimmage here, talking it over. You'd like to hear what they're saying, but now it looks like they're going to get the play off. Again, it's second and 30. It's second and goal from the 30-yard line of the Spartans. And you don't have Kennard.
2: Now the freshman is in out there on the top side of the field, number seven for Columbia. And I'm telling you, he's going to be a name you're going to need to remember as I think his last name's Davis,
1: but there's Whistle no. Whistle again. Whistle again and a flag. They finally, it's going to be yeah. an offside on Stratford, so that will give us five yards. <laughs> so, second and goal from the 25-yard line.
5: And their first penalty of the night.
1: Wow. Besides the, unsportsman-
5: well, the unsportsmanlike. Well, the unsportsmanlike yeah. offset, so.
2: Wow. Oh, gone. Well, I think I jinxed this longest third quarter I've been a part of in yeah. a long time. Yeah,
1: I can't imagine here. But anyway, let's see what we got. Here's Parker Bush with trips to his left, and he's got DeAndre Williams on his right hip in the shotgun. Three minutes and 35 seconds to go, and counting here in the third quarter as we're facing a second and go. Hand off to Williams, and he's going to get, well, he breaks out of one tackle. He breaks out of the second tackle, but not the third. So he's going to take a loss on the play of about five yards, so that's going to make it. Third and goal from the 30, and there's an injured player for the Spartans as they're going to stop the clock with three minutes and 12 seconds to go here. And uh, we'll take a timeout too to try to get caught up to see what's going on here before. Uh, Again, third and goal from the 30. Columbia up six to nothing, but uh, had it at second and three, second and goal at the three. But we'll take a quick break. And be right back by telling you you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on
0: the TriStar Sports Radio Network. This is Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network.
1: And for the Spartans, Carlton Williams injured on the play, and he walks off on his own to the Spartan sideline. Here we are again, third and 30. It's third and goal from the 30-yard line for the Lions. Here's Parker Bush. Looking to throw. A quick throw over here to Kennard, who is back in the lineup. He makes a catch over on the right side and still working his way down to almost the 15-yard line before he is finally brought down. So good to see Kennard back in the game, making the catch and the run after the catch, but not going to be enough. Going to bring Max Patton out to try a field goal.
2: And this can be for the game. Make it two possessions.
1: May do it. At least. So... This is going to be like a 23 33 yard field goal attempt for Max Patton. As normally that's Brady McCandless out there holding. This is Hidalgo, is uh, Adrian Hidalgo will be the holder. And here's the, the set, the snap, the kick, and he gets it away, it. but Good it's gracious. going to go to the left. Never had a chance, really. It didn't get blocked, but uh, goes to the left. So no good. The score remains six to nothing with two minutes and 20 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Lindsey Nelson Stadium here at homecoming. Boys, I tell you, this we're, we're, is, that's a wild third quarter so far. We're letting them hang in the game and um, oh. we need a defensive stop or a defensive turnover right here and uh, to keep these Spartans from, from going any further. Are getting on the scoreboard for sure. We need to hold them, at least force a punt or something. Keep them on this side of the field and get our defense off the field. So here's Armstead, twin receivers to his left, McAllister on his right. hip. the ball fumbled. He's going to pitch it over here to Gills, and uh, he is hit immediately by Jay Frierson for really no, I guess no gain, yeah, no gain on the play. So. Uh, he fumbled, but Armstead kind of fumbled the snap, the shotgun snap, and uh, but he still got the playoff, got the pass off to his receiver. But, again, a great play by Jay Frierson there to stop it for no gain. Second and 10, clock running at 150 left here in the third quarter. Columbia still leading 6 to nothing.
2: You just got to imagine at some point Stratford may try to throw one over the top. Everything they've been throwing has been laterally, side to side, nothing downfield.
1: Here's Armstead, and, oh, there's a ball on the ground. Armstead trying to recover it back at his 10-yard line. Finally gets up to – back to his 12-yard line, but a bad snap. And uh, looks like he was going to try to hand – or it wasn't a bad snap. It was a bad exchange of the – he was going to hand off to his running back. Not sure that was a different running back in there this time. And that ball just got on the ground one more time. But Armstead quick to pick it back up and goes out of bounds – to stop the clock with a minute thirty-one to go here now, it's going to be third and eighteen as they spot the ball at the twelve-yard line of the Spartans.
2: And again, after that last punt by Stratford that went four yards, you might try to go over the top here. You might try to throw one downfield. Columbia defense needs to be ready. I'm looking for
1: Antoine Moore to make a play here.
5: Clock's over. Time. There's
1: a there's a whistle. Delay yeah, penalty. Delay a game. Delay a game on
5: the, they call on the, the Spartans.
2: I wouldn't think they would use that timeout. Just for simple fact, that would be their final timeout.
1: Their coaches are on the field. That's what they're. That's what they're calling. Is it's going to be their final timeout? Is that what I'm seeing here? Yep. Is it a penalty or a timeout God or really? both? <laughs> I tell you. Time timeout. out. Uh, unbelievable. Just
2: unbelievable. Yeah, it is it, it's
1: truly unbelievable. It, it I is. mean, this is it, this is not good football right now. Wow. It's not. A minute 31 to go here in the third quarter. Columbia leading six to nothing. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network.
4: Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at
3: 931-388-4233.
1: 388-4233. And welcome back to Lindsey Nelson Stadium after the timeout. And that's the final timeout for the... Stratford Spartans as uh, with a minute 31 to go here in the third quarter. Uh, that could come back to bite them as well. Yeah, so. a
2: timeout on third and 18 is just, I, you know, I'd, I'd take the penalty.
1: Yeah. Here's Armstead in the gun looking to throw, being pressured, running out of the pocket. He's not going to get that ball off or he does, but that should be a penalty too. Is that grounding? Uh, maybe he's out of the pocket, but there was no receiver. Oh, there's the penalty.
5: Yeah, I didn't make it to the line of scrimmage. There's the penalty. So...
1: That's going to be a grounding call, so.
5: They lost it down. And.
2: I think they're moving the flag out of the end zone, it looks like.
5: I don't know where he threw it I thought it he put it
1: back in the end zone. Did he? He put it in the end zone. So, so what a, does that mean?
5: Could it be a safety?
1: That's, that could be a safety.
5: If he's, yeah, if he gro- tends to ground it in the end zone.
1: Do we have that on? <laughs> Can we rewind the film? <laughs> yeah. Gr- ground intentional grounding ground ground against, ground against ground Spartans. Safety. Safety. I'll take a I'll take two points at this point in the game. Absolutely. What else could we have go on here? So that's going to be a safety for the Columbia Central Lions. That's going to make it eight to nothing now with a minute twenty-one to go here in the third quarter, and there will be a free kick coming up uh, as the Lions will get the ball back. So incredible! I didn't know that he was in the end zone, but I guess he was right. That's the only way they would have exactly. called that. Exactly. If he, he was, was in... being pressured by our two defenders, which was really good on our part, they weren't going to let him throw that ball, and then he just decides to dump it off.
2: <laughs>
1: and you take a time out for that? Yeah.
2: Good gracious! Uh, yeah. But we'll take it. Uh, still one possession game, but we'll take all the
1: points we can get. Yeah. So they'll kick now from the twenty from their own twenty yard line and uh, either get to kick it off a tee or kick, it looks like their kicker is going to kick it from a tee. Uh, we'll see how that goes, but uh, the Lions pick up the safety and two additional points to make it 8 to nothing over the Spartans here in this non-region game here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. A beautiful night for football, but unfortunately we hadn't seen a lot of real good football, but uh, the Lions are leading, and that's good with me. That's it. That's all that matters, that scoreboard. Yeah, on homecoming. That's yeah. it. We're on the
5: plus side, that's the main thing.
1: So kicking for the Spartans from their own 20-yard line is Aaron Miller.
5: Better keep your eyes, get, keep your hands up. Cause.
1: DeAndre Williams deep, along with Roman Woodson, I believe. And I hear a whistle again. There's an offsides, I believe, on the Spartans. Yeah. I mean, this, this third quarter now, we we are <laughs> – It's a long one, for sure. It's a long one. Offside. So they'll back them up five yards. They'll be kicking from the 15. We really should have good field position, if (laughs) if not uh, run its thing all the way back. So I hope it will, because now DeAndre Williams and Roman Woodson will kind of set up at their own 45-yard line as they'll wait Another kick from the Spartans from the 15. Minute 21 here in the third quarter. Well, let's see what they do. They kicked it deep last
2: time uh, on the penalty. I'm sure they'll probably try to do the same thing again.
1: Here's the kick. Pretty good kick as Roman Woodson's going to take it back at his 35-yard line, looking for blockers almost up to midfield, and he's going to be tackled right at his own 49-yard line is where Columbia Central will take over first and 10 with a minute 14 to go here in the third quarter. I say run Antoine Williams. Antoine. I mean, Antoine Moore right up the middle, just like they were, but I don't think he's in, in the game this time.
5: Yeah, Moore and Williams and have been this their most series. successful runners.
1: I'm sorry, Terry, what? I'm going to say Moore and
5: Williams have had the most success with them running. Uh, you know, small scat back and then a big, powerful bruiser. Mix it up a little bit.
1: Well, it's just good to see Kennard back in there, at receiver yes. back in the game. And it's going to be DeAndre Williams on the left hip of Parker Bush in the shotgun as they have it first and 10 at their own 49-yard line. And a whistle again. Not sure what that's A false start oh, wow. on the Lions. Oh, Another penalty. After we just got through talking, Terry, that we didn't have any penalties, hardly at all. Her fault. Now we've got several. So that backs them up to the 44-yard line. We're to be first and 15 now
5: for the Lions. Fifth penalty of the night.
1: All right. Come on, let's go. Mother said there would be days like this. Yeah, you got that right. Here's Parker Bush. He's going to fake it to Sandman and gives it to DeAndre Williams up the middle, and he's got room. He's running downfield all the way down to the inside of the five-yard line. They're going to mark it at the one-yard line where DeAndre Williams just takes that ball from right up the gut and right over that middle of that Spartan defense and runs all the way down to the one-yard line. So finally, a great play that we're getting to see for the Lions to get it first and goal. Now, the last time we were in goal, we were at the three. Let's don't do what we did a while ago. Let's punch this thing in. Please don't try to throw it. Just run the ball. There's Antoine Moore in the game now at fullback. So let's run it right in. Even a quarterback sneak here. So the clock is still running with 20 seconds to go here in the third quarter. And uh, the play clock down to three. And there's Parker Bush, but there's another whistle. So a I believe out, Columbia. Columbia is going to take a timeout. We'll just keep it here because we're that close to the score. Let's hope we're going to score right here. Yeah, they, but uh, they probably goodness.
5: Had, probably had a pass set up so they want to change their mind.
1: What was that yardage there on that run there, Terry? It, do you, uh, you have that?
5: Yes, I do. 56 yards. A great, to, great
1: run. Yeah, great run. And I think they gave us a good spot. Where where he where he landed on that one yard line, or that's where he ended up. But he kind of rolled a, a lot from in, just inside the five is where he kind of I thought initially went down. And uh, but I'll take that good spot Absolutely. from the, from the refs, especially after a quarter like this, twelve seconds to go here. Columbia leads eight to nothing, but really a great threat right here to go up by at least six, if not seven more, to get to fifteen. And you would think well i'm not gonna say anything Yeah. we still got a you, you would think i mean it seems like we should be into the fourth quarter obviously by now it's 9:15 yeah. and uh, but but we've got a whole another quarter of football to play so here we are we're back the lions are back on the line on the line of scrimmage and parker bush is going to be under center Sneak. there and that's blaine davis again running at at center here uh, and Antoine Moore at fullback. DeAndre Williams is, uh-oh, oh, miscarried, miss. Oh, and he's going to push into the end zone. Touchdown. Parker Bush is going to get the touchdown. Or either DeAndre Williams, I'm not sure if they ever, are both of them maybe carried the ball into the end zone. It was uh, a hard to get the, the exchange. They had a miss match there a mix up parker opened up and nobody was there
2: then he tried to give it to antoine and i don't know what happened they look like a rugby scrum into the
1: end zone we'll take it we'll take that one too with six seconds to go columbia gets the touchdown to go up 14 to nothing now as max patton is waiting for the extra point attempt as we're uh we got people coming on the game on the one nobody saw it. Nobody, and, uh, saw it, nobody <laughs> saw
2: it, nobody saw it.
1: Columbia had a lineman to come on the field that was not lined up on the extra point attempt, and uh, Max Patton kicks it through, and that ball is good. So it's 15 to nothing now with six seconds to go here in the third quarter. We'll take a quick break by telling you Columbia Central Lions are leading 15 to nothing over the Stratford Spartans. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. So we got away from there a little quick because the, the referees finally decided to throw a flag. After both teams have gone off the field, they throw a flag. So I guess they did call uh, not enough not enough men on the line of scrimmage. Well, and, and yet Mike Johnson running onto the field late, um, which would
2: count as an illegal shift. So here we go. And there's uh, no, Max Patton no, kicking golly. and no good.
1: That could be big. Just over to the left, that leaves it at 14 to nothing. We'll just keep it here as, uh, I mean, we've got plenty to talk about, right? Goodness gracious, what is going on? What a what a third quarter this has been, but we'll take that, Terry. That was a, uh, the scoring drive there was.
5: It was 56 yards in only two plays, uh, a minute 15 off the clock, and it ended up, we believe. Bush's one-yard run. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't believe know.
1: we believe it was Parker Bush making the touchdown, but I think he and uh, DeAndre thought, Williams maybe shared that that touchdown.
5: Yeah, I thought I heard the uh, announcer say Parker Bush.
1: Okay, but, uh, well we'll leave it at that. Parker would, Bush yeah. with a one-yard touchdown run for the Lions to get us back up four to get us back up by two scores, um, but but missed extra point attempt with six seconds to go here in the third quarter. Columbia leads 14 to nothing over the Stratford Spartans. So, wow. So, and now Max Patton ready to kick, and uh, <laughs> the Spartans weren't ready for that kick either just, throughout just now. They weren't even lined up right. So, a kick down to the 13-yard line is where the receiver gets that ball, and Joseph Whaley makes the stop at the 20 20- Seven yard line as the third quarter finally comes to a close. But we get a safety and a touchdown. We'll take it after a long third quarter. Columbia leads 14 to nothing over the Stratford Spartans. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network.
0: This is Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network everyone to Lindsey Nelson
1: Stadium as your Columbia Central Lions leading now 14 to nothing over the Stratford Spartans as the Spartans will take over now first and 10 at the 28 yard line we got to we got to reset the clock, clock. clock.
2: got to put 12 minutes on the clock here
1: <laughs> boy what a night what a night it took so long to run that third quarter out, the clock might not work. Anymore. It doesn't
2: want any more of this. It's saying
1: <laughs> keep it on the field. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Now they got it. So it's uh, we're beginning the fourth quarter here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium, first and ten for Stratford as uh, Armstead under center with McAllister at uh, running back, and he's going to hand off to him, and he has met and stopped. For only a minimal gain. Well, about four yards now. They'll carry him. They'll give him. He kind of uh, turned, twisted, and turned before they finally brought him down. Joseph Whaley, among others, on that tackle. Well, Stratford
2: can tend to continue to try to run the ball here down two scores uh, as we start the fourth quarter. Gotta imagine at some point they're gonna try to put that ball in the air. Columbia secondary needs to be ready. So you got, here's you got Frierson woodson
1: and then your safeties you got english uh looks like english and natty second and six armstead gonna hand off again no uh reverse around to uh, <coughs> to gills excuse me great but job he met, he, <coughs> he's met by several lions out there shane cobb nick butler making the stop and a loss of about four on the play so or maybe more than that yeah no that's about the loss of seven on the play at least, so it's going to make it third and 11 where they'll mark the ball now at the Spartan 27-yard line. Third and 11, clock running, 10 minutes, 45 seconds to go here in the fourth quarter. Feels good to say the fourth quarter. Exactly. Columbia leading 14 to nothing over over the Spartans as Armstead looking over his line in the shotgun. He's looking to throw. He's coming out of the pocket. He's going to take it down and run it himself, and he is knocked out of bounds.
2: Uh, And There's the flag. They're going to
1: call either a horse collar or a face mask on the Lions, unfortunately. So that's going to give them an automatic first down. After they stopped him short short of his yard to gain, it was going to make it fourth down on that play. Armstead picked up about five or six yards on the carry uh, before he was forced out of bounds. Uh, Here is the call, personal foul against Columbia. Still didn't see what they called. I think it was a late hit,
2: but I, I, don't, I don't agree with that call at all. I mean, it, he was.
1: Well, if anything, I was going to say it's either a horse collar or a, we couldn't see it. It's on the far sideline over there on Spartan sideline. But anyway, they're going to give them a first down. They're going to mark it all the way up to the, to the Spartan 48-yard line where it will be first and 10, 10 minutes, 18 seconds to go here in the fourth quarter. Columbia leading 14 to nothing over the Spartans. Armstead looking over his line, sending into motion McAllister. Now another stop, another stop, and the flag, penalty marker down. Looks like there's going to be movement (laughs) on the Spartans.
2: If It feels like a Friday. It's because we're inching closer and closer to it actually being Friday.
1: (laughs) Good gracious. False start on the Spartans. Backs them up five yards. First down and 15 now from their own 43 yard line. Wow. This is uh, comical. It it really is. Did I say that out loud? You did, and it's true. It's true. But we're winning, fourteen That's to nothing. Yeah, yeah. Columbia's winning, fourteen in, to nothing.
5: In case we don't get a chance, Merry Christmas, everybody.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here's Armstead looking to throw Antoine Moore. Just missed knocking that ball. There's the hold on on Spartans as he finally the receiver finally Gills gets knocked out of bounds after a pickup of about ten on the play uh, across his midfield. But there was clearly a hold on a Spartan yeah, uh, receiver on. Uh, I think he was holding Nick Butler. I'm not sure if that was him or not, but that's going to be a hold. Uh, that stops the clock with ten minutes, seven seconds to go here in the fourth quarter. And there's the official call, call uh, uh, holding on the Spartans, backs them up Ten yards. So now they'll spot the ball at the 36-yard line of the Spartans. They have to reach the Columbia 42 for their first down. So here it is, first down and 22 for the Spartans. Empty backfield for Armstead in the shotgun.
2: I don't think I've seen this formation all night. I could have missed it late in the first half, but this is the
1: first time they've been empty. There's the pass, and receiver falls down. The ball goes incomplete as Nick Butler defending, but the Armstead looking for Gills over on the left side, and uh, I think he's just slipped down, and the ball just sailed into no end of the turf. Incomplete, second and 22. Clock stops with 10 minutes and 2 seconds here in the fourth quarter.
5: And uh, if you've noticed, uh, Gills is the only receiver he's thrown to.
1: Yeah. So you got to make yeah. sure
5: to put somebody on him. They can go to somebody else.
1: So here's Armstead again, an empty backfield as he faces a second and 22. There's the snap. Looking to throw, being forced out of the pocket, and he goes down. Shane Cobb all alone brings down Armstead for another loss of about eight on the play. So a great play, great effort by Shane Cobb from his defensive end position.
2: Yeah, good job by
1: Shane. Good job
2: by the secondary. Nowhere for him to go. Goes down for the sack.
1: It's going to be third and a mile for Stratford. Third and 25 as the clock continues to roll here. Nine minutes and 22 seconds is Armstead now with his uh, McAllister on his left hip in the shotgun formation. Here's the snap being forced out of the pocket by Antoine Moore and still looking for a receiver. He just simply runs out of bounds. Marmstead runs out of bounds here on the near side on the Columbia bench at the 35-yard line. Only a pickup of one on the play. Well, at least oh, he stopped
2: the clock. Good uh, they
1: mark it now at the 33-yard line as they'll bring in their punting formation. The Spartans will, and we should get good field position here. If uh, depending on the way Armstead punched this ball and the way Kennard will run it back, hopefully. Kennard back at his 35 yard line, ready to receive the. And uh, Armstead. Here we go. We'll have a delay. Here we go. Yep. Another delay for the Spartans as uh, Armstead was on the sideline and uh, his team was lined up ready for the punt, and Armstead's the punter, and he just finally decided to come out, I guess, and join his teammates. I mean, so. can we make it an appeal
2: to the officials to just run the clock? I mean, a 14-point lead, no offense to Stratford. I mean, th- this game's over, but, I mean, good gracious, this is taking forever.
1: Yeah, it is. All right, so now they're set. Looks like movement on. On, the, on the Columbia not sure there, but a penalty marker down, and they are. They're going to call sides on Columbia, so that'll give them five more yards, the five that they just took away. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll try this one more time. Kennard now at his 30-yard line waiting to receive what he hopes will be a punt. Or maybe we can block it. Just go ahead and score right here. That was a bad snap. And he does get the punt away. A high punt. It's going to land at the 40 and bounce to the 35. Finally, Kennard picks it up and has a little running room, but not much. Picks up about three after he picks up the ball. So Columbia will take over first and 10 at their own 38-yard line. Eight minutes, 57 seconds to go here in the game. Columbia leading Stratford 14 to nothing. Well, you're going to see a lot of running the football here. Let's hope. I would think. Yeah. And no offsides or no false starts and no turnovers. So just run this clock out. Get first downs and run the clock. Here's Buckman in the backfield as Parker Bush is under center. Justin Buckman's going to take the pitch around the left side, and there's going to be a penalty, but they didn't throw it. Thank goodness, thank goodness a block uh, in the back.
2: <laughs> a sandman there. That, yeah. was a,
1: that was definitely, looked like a block in the back to me, or maybe the guy, the defender just turned on him. I'm not sure there, and then maybe that's what the official saw. So uh, Buckman gets a couple of yards on the play. it will make it second and eight from uh, the Columbia 40-yard line as the clock will roll, continues to roll here. Eight minutes, 25 seconds to go in the fourth quarter. Parker Bush in the shotgun. Buckman on his right hip. Hidalgo in motion. And he's going to hand it to a reverse er, er, now reverse. to Kennard from Hidalgo. And there comes more yeah. flags. And Kennard is forced out of bounds. No, they're going to say he stayed inbounds, but makes it up to the 48-yard line where it's close to a first down. Oh, but uh, holding Is the call on the Lions. They tried the reverse. Uh, Trying something, I guess. uh, Yeah. um, Give something for uh, (laughs) Sheville to work on. Um, (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, another penalty. Terry, how many is that?
5: That is the uh, eighth penalty.
1: (coughs) Had one in the. First.
5: I think it was one in the first half.
1: So here it is, second and 20 from the Columbia 26-yard f- line. Parker Bush in the shotgun, hands off to Buckman up the middle. He's got room in the middle, but taken down quickly after that hole opened up and then it closed real quick, but a still good, nice pickup on, on that uh, second down play. Picks up about seven on the play or about six, so it's going to be third and 14 from the, 30, from the Columbia 34-yard line. Clock runs. We need a first down to keep the clock running, so let's see if we can't break one up the middle. I don't see Antoine Moore. That's who I'd want to see breaking it up the middle, but he's not there. It's Parker Bush hitting the shotgun with Justin Buckman on his right hip. Are we going to throw it? There's the snap. He's looking to throw. He's being pressured. Out of the pocket. He's still on his feet, still scrambling, and he then he slides at his 31-yard line. So that's going bring up loss of about seven or eight. But that does that will keep the clock running for another 35 seconds. That he stayed in bounds, didn't go out of bounds. So uh, punt formation for the Lions as uh, Stephen Kennard will. Line up in that punt formation as uh, the Lions not able to make anything go there on that series. Uh, So there's Gills is backed up now at his 35-yard line ready for Stephen Kennard's punt. Here's the snap and the punt, a good punt by Kennard. It looks like it's going to go out of bounds at, or no, they're going to down it now at the 21-yard line. So a great punt by Stephen Kennard to back up the Spartans back in their own territory. 50-yard punt. Real good punt. So six minutes and seven seconds to go here for the Lions as uh, their defense now called upon to make another stop of the Spartans. Well,
2: you're the Columbia secondary, you got to be on alert here. No timeouts left for Stratford. They're down two possessions. They got to go eighty, nearly 80 yards for a touchdown. They're going to have to put the football in the air.
1: Without a doubt. And let's see, an empty backfield for Armstead, gone all the way at quarterback for the Spartans. He's got three receivers to his right. There's the snap. He's looking to throw, moving out of the pocket. There's the throw and complete up to the 30-yard line, but a great hit by Woodson. His knee was down.
5: His knee was down earlier when he caught it.
1: So they'll pick up about, uh, about seven or six on the play. That'll make it second and four. So the Spartans on a tempo run here. They'll line right up on the ball as uh, the three receivers will go to Armstead's left to the far side of the field. Here's Armstead looking to throw, being pressured, and ball falls incomplete. throws incomplete. That'll stop the clock, five minutes, 30 seconds to go. It'll be third and four for the Spartans at their own 29-yard line is where the ball is spotted. They've got to make it to about their 33-yard line for the first. Obviously, two-down territory. Oh, yeah, for sure, edge. for sure. But maybe we can make a stop here. Let's got two plays to make a stop. Armstead, empty back. Fit. No, he's under center this Run. time. Run. And there's the handoff up the middle, and he is met, and they're still pushing. And He, he got, it, or close to it. got it. I believe he's got it. I believe he's got it. They're going to move the chains. a first down with five minutes, 19 seconds to go. Here's the clock now starts back as the yardage markers have been marked, and uh, they'll spot it now at the 33 of the Spartans. So now they'll go back into the pass mode, you would think. Maybe we can get a tip and pick off this ball and end this game. Here's Armstead being pressured by Antoine Moore, and the throw incomplete and nice. our good
2: friend, our good friend Chris Yow just informed me that that was the first first down of the second half here with five five minutes to go in the fourth quarter
1: for stratford that's uh that, that, that's the kind of night it's been well, that makes me feel better about those few first downs that we had up until you know that uh, before we did get the uh, several first downs. So You know,
2: for for a 3A school, they got some talent. Uh, they just, uh, you can just tell that they're just
1: all out of sync. And they, you know, they, this is their, their fifth game of the season, so they hadn't had much time together and as a team. So. Not,
5: and not a lot of players. I think they're getting, some of them are getting wore out going both ways. Here's
1: Armstead looking to throw. Pushed Shane Cobb down, but then he's still being pressured, still on his feet, and he finally he throws the ball, and it's intercepted by Nick Butler, and Butler's going down the right sideline. He looks like he could make it, but he's finally tackled inside the five-yard line. At the four-yard line goes Nick Butler on the interception, and that's about four interceptions, I'm thinking, for Butler this year.
2: It's a couple. He had a
1: pick six earlier in the year, I remember. Great job. Uh, Armstead got got pushed out of the pocket real quickly and by Shane Cobb and then was being pressured even more and he decided to take off running and then he saw that he could try to throw it and it got the ball got tipped and Nick Butler got that tipped ball for the interception at about his 35-yard line and he takes it down to the Spartan 4-yard line with four minutes, 34 seconds to go here in the ball game. Columbia's up 14 to nothing, looking to tack on another six right here. And Antoine Moore is in the game. High formation. Parker Bush under center with Antoine Moore and Justin Buckman at tailback. Here's Buckman following Antoine Moore, and he's into the end zone for a touchdown, Columbia. (laughs) As the crowd goes crazy. <laughs> four minutes, 29 seconds to go here in this ball game as Columbia gets up twenty to nothing over the Stratford Spartans as we await uh, Max Patton's extra point attempt. So great job there, lead blocker Antoine Moore for Justin Buckman as he goes four yards in for the touchdown. As the Columbia Lions now look to salt this one away, fumbled snap on the extra point attempt, and that he gets the kickoff, but it's blocked. Uh, Not a good attempt there. So it remains score remains twenty to nothing for the Columbia Central Lions as they're leading over the Stratford Spartans here on homecoming night at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio
0: Network. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Once again, here's Lee Maddox.
5: Hey, this is uh, Terry Wilcox. Uh, Columbia's scoring drive, four yards and one play, five second. Buckman, a four-yard TD run after the beautiful interception.
1: Very good. Thank you, Terry Wilcox. Here's Max Patton kicking off from his 40-yard line. And here's the kick, an onside kick attempt why are we kicking an onside <laughs> kick here and there is a penalty that's going to be a targeting call what, what? that's what that's going to be is lincoln english comes up with the recovered onside kick at the uh, spartan 46 yard line but there is a flag on the play and look like to me that could be called targeting or something on uh, columbia as uh they were going for the ball i don't know Maybe how you could call that. Well, that'll, that'll make the handshake after
2: the game a, a, little, uh, a little dicey. Iffy. Yeah, I I, I I don't understand that. I, that, that
1: Kick the ball that, away and that play makes, defense. That makes
2: no sense whatsoever. <laughs> I, I I know you want to try to make this look like something that it wasn't. This game was a lot closer than 20 to nothing throughout most of the ball game. But there, there, there's no reason to kick an onside kick up 20 to nothing on a team that has one first down in the second half.
1: <laughs> wow. Oh, We've seen it all. Officials are still gathered there trying to figure out, sort this out, what they're going to call. Now let's see what the call is. It's definitely against Columbia. That's called a chop block. Is that I've, right? I've never seen that on a good golf. I thought of anything. It was going to be a targeting call because our guys uh, kind of were, speared them. They were going for that, going for that ball, which they had a. I mean, there's no doubt the Spartans weren't expecting it because they were backing up on the kickoff, and um, you know, I don't know. Right. We'll see. So yeah. you're going to back it up to the 25 yard line. Is now let's. Hope he's going to kick away, Max Patton. He's at the, got the ball teed up at the 25-yard line. We'll re-kick here. <laughs> There's the kick. Pretty good kick. Uh, Gills takes it at his 25-yard, his 35-yard line. Now forced out of bounds, and that could be a late hit on Columbia, but no call there. Thank goodness. Uh, as Gills will take, takes the ball out at the 39-yard line, at their own 39-yard line where they'll take over first and 10 with four minutes, 20 seconds to go. Columbia leading in this ball game, homecoming night, 20 to nothing. So they just need to run this clock, uh, get a three and out or a four and out, and uh, and just run the ball and run the clock.
2: Well, Columbia leaving their starters in the game.
1: There's some coming in. Now we got a few trying to get. They're going to have to call timeout if they're going to make that work. But now they're set. Here's Armstead under center. He's just going to hand it off to his tailback, and he goes for three yards at the most maybe before he's brought down by several Lions. And we've got, like you said, fresh faces in there for the Lions to try to get some – uh, some of these guys, some playing time here as we go under four minutes to go here in the ball ballgame. We'll pick up a four on the play, so to will make it second and six for the Spartans. Well, it looks like um, Stratford is, is
2: waving the white flag. They're running the ball down three possessions here. Uh, just letting that clock run, not, not in a big hurry at all. And uh, would expect to see them run the ball a couple of more times as uh, this game's winding down. Here's Armstead
1: handing off. And is that Antoine Moore still in there? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep, he's still there. Now he's hurt. Yeah, he's coming off the field uh, along with several other of the starters on defense. Looks like he's favoring his left arm or wrist. Yep. So a pickup of about one on the play. It's going to be third and five for the Spartans. As uh, the clock now reaching three minutes to go here left in the ball game. Armstead at quarterback for the Spartans. A lot of movement going on there on the Spartan side of the ball. There's the snap and a handoff right up the middle. And... Uh, looks like he's going to be close to the first down. It's going to be about a yard short, so it's going to be fourth and one as uh, Savion Davidson, of tailback, getting close to the midfield marker. It'll be fourth and one as the clock continues at 2 minutes, 25 seconds to go here in the ball game. One more chance for the Spartans to continue the drive here, but... They've uh, they've waved the white flag, as you said, so let's yeah, see. They're, it's they're, probably going to be a quarterback they're, sneak. They're
2: just trying to get back to Nashville by 1130 at this <laughs> point. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah there's the quarterback sneak, and he breaks through that line of scrimmage there and picks up about six on the play, all down to inside Columbia Territory to the 45-yard line where it will be first and ten for the Spartans as the clock now will continue running. As uh, they mark the first down, the minute 50 to go here in the ball game. Columbia leading 20 to nothing. A lot of uh, all-new uh, Columbia players on the defense now side of the ball are getting a little playing time. Armstead now in the shotgun. Content just to hand off right up the middle to Davidson. He picks up four on the play, or maybe five. He goes down to the 40-yard line. Of the Lions.
2: It's always good to see a lot of these young guys get experience. <clears throat> you know, a lot of these guys play JV, Columbia. Columbia Academy had their first ever meeting in football on Monday night here at Lindsay Nelson Stadium. Columbia Academy, JV getting a 31-6 to win over the Lions.
1: Yeah, that was, that was tough to watch. Oh. That was tough to watch. Here's Armstead, handoff up the middle to a new running back, and he picks up another 4 yards on the play or maybe 5 it's going to be close to his first down as the clock now inside 1 minute and counting the Spartans just content to run this clock right on out and uh, no hurry at all yeah 20 the lions leading 20 to nothing over the Spartans as they'll fall to 1 and 4 on the year and there's a pitch to number 17. He breaks around the left side, gets the first down and that's probably going to be the last play of the game. Unless they can get on the ball and and they are, they're going to line up on the ball and try to get one more play in as they stop the clock to mark the first down and now it's restarted with 20 seconds to go as they'll get one more play. And there's Armstead, handoff and he is tackled for no game as the Columbia Central Lions are going to watch the clock finally roll down to triple zeros here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium as they get a win on homecoming and on a night where we celebrate the 10-year anniversary of the 2010 Columbia Central Lions State Championship team. And, Clayton, as you said, there's not going to be a – I don't think there's going to be a handshake. Uh, the no. Spartans are not coming out, but the, the coaches are going to shake. There they are, Jason Hoth and Coach Porter for the Spartans will meet over on the far sideline. But the, the Lions and the Spartans are not coming out to shake hands. That's unfortunate. Yeah. But anyway, we'll... K- kicking
2: an onside kick up twenty. Just I, I don't, I, I don't know.
1: Yep. Well, we get the win. Homecoming win, homecoming victory for the Columbia Central Lions. 20-0 over the Stratford Spartans here on homecoming night at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network.
0: You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Once again, here's Lee Maddox.
1: And welcome back to Lindsey Nelson Stadium on a victory night for the Columbia Central Lions, 20-0 over the Stratford Spartans. And on here on homecoming night, Terry Wilcox, give us some stats for the game.
5: Okay, for, uh, for Stratford, on the game, McAllister had uh, 18 rushes for 97 yards. Armstead, three, 13 for 12 yards. Uh, Davison had 7 for 22. Trout got out at the end, 3 for 10. Uh, total rushing yards for Stratford on the night was 141 yards. Mm. Uh, passing wise, they were, uh, Armstead was seven for 16, the one interception for a total of 60, uh, 61 yards, actually. And Gills was the big receiver with the eight catches for, for the 61 yards that matched up. They did have the two fumbles and the one interception uh, for them. For uh, Columbia. Uh, see Buck uh, Williams uh, had eight nine rushes for 89 yards Buckman had 10 for 37 and one touchdown Moore had three for 36 Bush uh, four for four yards uh, and uh, passing wise you see uh, Bush was five of nine with one interception 43 yards and Then you had Williams with three yards Kennard with 40 and I think Adalgo with 12 uh, total on the night yards uh, 221 total for the Lions. 166 rushing, 55 passing, and they did have the one interception. So that's uh, that was the ball game. And also, we had the safety uh, that we got when the quarterback had intentional grounding in the end zone.
1: Very good, Terry. Thank you for for those stats and helping us here and helping me here at halftime <laughs> when Clayton. When Clayton bailed on us to go down there with the 2010 uh, state championship team. But, Clayton, uh, we needed this victory. As ugly as it was, we needed this victory to give us a chance uh, as we go now to the last regular season game next week at Shebeville.
2: Yeah, you know, tomorrow night's going to be big as far as what does Franklin County and Shebeville do. Uh, Does Franklin County get the win? We hope not. Uh, because if they do, that eliminates us. But um, I have confidence that Shovel will go down there and take care of business uh, for Columbia. Uh, <laughs> not you know, it, it was a sloppy game. Uh, both teams, uh, both teams equal, just about equal as far as total yards go. Uh, I think they had what one forty something rushing and sixty something passing. So that both just over a little over two hundred yards for each team. We got a lot to fix. We got a lot to fix because we know if we do get in the playoffs, we're going to be heading up to Sumner County, and uh, that's going to be challenging to say the least. But uh, you know, all in all, you you get the win on homecoming, and and that that's big. Uh, And as you mentioned, Lee, uh, it's big to get that win number five in case uh, we are in a three-way tie uh, for that fourth-place position. It goes by total wins, and that would get Columbia in. So mission accomplished for tonight
1: well very good well it's been fun it's just been long and uh, been been a challenge to get through this but we did and columbia comes out on top so 20 to nothing is your final score here at lindsey nelson stadium on a victorious homecoming night for your columbia central lions I want to thank you for joining us i'm lee maddox along with clayton harris and terry wilcox You've been listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network.
0: Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network is brought to you in part by... Davis Heating and Cooling, Apex Bank, Browns Body Shop, Quickmark Convenience Stores, Holland's Pharmacy, Expert Landscaping, Murray Regional, Jones and Lang, Beck Dental Care, Kubota of Columbia, Right Care Clinics, Game Time, TV's Pizza, Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Sands Fence Company, 10 Pin Alley, Davis Brothers Roofing, The Garbage Man, and by Parks Motor Sales.